his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough to time Podosaurus. Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to a very special episode of the Podosaurus. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Man of the Hour, Lou. Yo. And Timbertaff. Howdy. Howdy. How are we today on this lovely March of 2021? Uh, To quote one of my viewers today, you're oddly in a good mood today. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks for pointing it out. Now I'm going to be sad. <laughs> what's got you in such high spirits, man? What what's what's wrong with you? Why are you happy today? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't sleep well. <laughs> I'm I'm alive. I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I could feel worse if I tried hard Depending enough. Depending uh, on the see. day, like <laughs> I'm alive is not always a positive. What's wrong? I don't know. I, w- I woke up. <laughs> I woke up. And that kind of sucks. So here we are. I enjoyed the eight hours of being in the void. You Bring sleep it for back, eight hours. Eight? 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 Oh, yeah, eight. That's kind of... That's optimistic, isn't it? How many hours do you normally sleep? If I trust my Fitbit, uh, like six. <laughs> Mr. Six but... Hours over there. Oh. <laughs> I get, like... According to my phone, when I stop looking at it, I go to bed between 12.30 and 1, and I wake up around 6.30 every day. I go, I go to sleep at 3 and wake up at... 7 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. 7 a.m. Oh man, I would die. I mean, he doesn't nah, have anything I, to do I, throughout the day, so. Yeah, usually I just say hello and then goodbye on your stream. That's what I've been doing now. Yeah. You... Well, we've pl- been playing. Let's start with Chilu. Um, well, today I was playing um, Shadow of the Colossus, which surprisingly is fun despite the fact i was gonna say how how have you been liking your experience with it i mean what what colossus are you stuck on um i just i'm not stuck on any i finished the 11th i have five left so i finished the 11th one no 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 the 13th one fifth i have five left i have five left um okay i been playing the ps2 version which Mm -hmm. oh which i have a reason behind this one i own it I don't own the other ones. And two, I don't like playing the remasters or remakes of games before I play the original. Because yeah. cause some people are like, well, you, you know the PS4 version's got a better frame rate and graphics. No shit. Do you think I stream under yeah. I stream under retro so I can have good graphics and good frame rate? No. I do it because <laughs> I want the original intended experience before I try the, the other one. Intended is a strong word for that game. I but mean, it still holds up. Like for it means, me, I mean, I, I would like I, to I have... wouldn't know the difference. I played on the classic controls, even though I was on the HD remake. See, I would the like lack to... of responsiveness really bothered me. See, oh yeah, it is a problem. I would like to see what Team Eco intended before Bluepoint put their own their own like polish and stuff on it, because like yeah. the original version, at least then I can get um, a basic understanding of why this was so important and loved. And popular enough to be remade. That's why I will always think like when I played Spyro, everyone's like, "Why don't you just play Reignited?" I'm like, "One again, retro, retro stream, retro streamer, retro." I've been trying to be very uh, like 
forward about the fact I play old games. My setup on my camera is a Sega Genesis, a Super Nintendo, a Dreamcast, a GameCube, a PS3, a PS2, and a PS1. Do I look like I play anything very modern? No, the PS3 is there to play PS1 games. That is what it is there for until I can finally move it out and just have the PS1 here. It's because mm-hmm. that it's my my Japanese PS2 is kind of wonky, so that's why that's there because it's a Japanese PS3. Like I play old ones, and also, um, yeah, I wanted to see why did everyone like this so much as a kid to the point where it was remade. That's why I want to know first, and then if I like it or if I'm like, oh, maybe I should try the remake, maybe I'd like that better, then I can do that. But yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm like that's why I picked the PS2 version. I like it. It's fun. Um, it's empty. It's yeah. If someone's like, yeah. are you? Oh, yeah. Someone was asking me like, are you gonna go around and get all the um, blue-tailed lizards and fruit? I'm like, one, didn't know there's fruit. Two, um, I've just been grabbing lizards here and there, but like, there's nothing to do in between colossi, and that's my biggest yeah. problem with the game. Someone's like, oh, yeah, they were going to have, like, 48 Colossi, but they had to scale down to 16. I'm like, what was going to happen in between? That For one, that's too many bosses to fight. And two, yeah. it's like, that needed something else in between. Like, I know the whole point is, like, you're kind of alone in this world, and you're going to defeat these giant mythical creatures to save your mm. girlfriend or whatever. Mm. Like, mm. But, well, like, it needed yeah. something else. Like, if it could have had just some cool environmental puzzles that, like, opened up, like, you know, a secret to something. just Just something else to do. Um, I don't know if there are any of those, but I haven't run into anything. So it's just like been going boss fight to boss fight, which is nice because it kind of keeps up the pace. Like you beat a boss, yeah, yeah, yeah. you fall asleep, you somehow show back up at the temple. All the ghosty guys are like, yeah, sorry, here's another one. You have to go kill two. So you go do that. So like it yeah. keeps you going. So there's, but it's just like in between. I'm like running around with this so with this on this uh, horse that controls like a it controls like a Zamboni <laughs> machine. It controls yeah, like a Zamboni. It, it's so you're like, bad. You're controls holding... are so bad. There are there's a certain one that you have to specifically use them. And I was like, you, are you fucking kidding me? I have to use aggro for this fucking colossus. Was that, was that the one in the sand? Yeah. Yeah, that was pain in the ass. I fucking hated that. My friend, my friend was like. Mujihi is like, hey, you'll have fun with this one because it's really cool. I was like, you fucking kidding me? I, I hate c- controlling aggro. He moves like molasses. Mm. It's like, he moves like a real horse. No, mm. A stubborn, Re- untrained horse. I will point out once again, realism has ruined video games. And everyone who wants realism in video games is an idiot. Because it's never actually real. It's just contextual realism. Yeah, you can fall from like... 10 stories you can fall off the empire state building and just like roll and you're fine but you accidentally stand on a step on a thumbtack and half your health is gone because you know it would hurt your foot right. also realism. realism you kidding me if there was realism in this game you would fall off the flying one hit the water and die because it'll feel right. like you landed on a bunch of bricks like there's just so much random stuff like the horse are like well that's how a horse would move i'm like then why is it when a colossus steps on me i just lose like a fourth of my health like don't don't give me a realism debate contextual realism is bad game realism is bad just make it's a game i want it to be a game but if i want things to be real i'd go outside but anyway on this zamboni horse going through a like brown endless nowhere and just holding up a sword over my head like a jackass trying to find out where to go (laughs) and then like most of the time it points me to a gorge which i have to find my way around and i have to like leave my horse who magically just shows up sometimes 
you just mash the aggro button a lot and he just shows up aggro! and i got I, one person kept asking me they're like why do you keep calling aggro do you want him here in the fight he can't get here i'm like no i just the x button's a terrible button for that when you have to jump a lot jump is on triangle yeah, there are, there are certain places, like, that. that's the thing about this game, because it gives you nothing, no real hint mm-hmm. of any of the locations. So, like, one time, I remember one of the Colossus is across this across this cavern, and I did not know how to get to that cavern. I tried so hard so far just to find out there was a secret passageway underneath it that gets you across, and I'm like, you fucking kidding me. Like, that's why I wish there was something else to do in the game, because, like, you kind of get a little bit lost, you're running around, just, like, give me something, like, oh, stop, I'm like, oh, what's that over there? Oh, some ruins, let me run down there, even if it's just to, like, if it was, like, to find a health upgrade type of thing. Or just to get the geckos. Yeah. Like, what if Breath of the Wild, but Shadow of the Colossus? Yeah, well, it doesn't even need to be that deep, because, I mean, they're both just as empty, to be honest. Um, (laughs) It's just, like, I wish there was just something else to do, like... I'm happy at yeah. least it doesn't like waste too much time. Like you don't have to un- you don't have to do things to unlock the next Colossus. Just beat the next one, go to the next one, and it's like so at least it keeps going so- that way. Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. So so supposedly there is an Easter egg for for the first one for the first game, hmm. and then there was a hidden thing when they were planning. Catbird dog for uh, Trico. Isn't that in the remake on PS4? You can. Yeah, um, there's like a. I believe in like there's a remake one for that one. But there there is there's something for the first one. I I I believe there's something for the first one as a Easter egg sort of thing. But I remember I um I was running around like I was in the main. I thought I had because the game's not always clear. It just points in a direction. I thought I had to finally go to that like really high up bridge so i like went to the top of the tower and i'm like okay it's not it and i'm like i really don't want to walk back down so i just jumped down i ran into pools and we're like you fell in water it's like terminal velocity if you hit water from high enough you would die you'll either die or at least break some bones or like you know explode some internal organs so like at least that's real you would legit die i mean at least like when you die and stuff at least it's pretty fair like you can save and stuff but it's not like it resets you back at the temple you're just Usually sometimes in the boss arena or right outside of it. In the boss arena was a problem because one of them was with the the one that was in the sand that you had to like run around with on aggro and shoot arrows at its eyes. Um, yeah. Because every time I respawned, I had to like book it out of the way because the thing gunned it gunned it at me like every time. Like I'd, re- I'd respawn and I'd had to run out of the way. I'm like, why would you respawn me here? <laughs> so just like little things like that that I like the game a lot. Enough to be like, I really want to play the remake of this. It's just... I don't understand some of the stupid things they did. The camera is awful. The frame rate's bad, but luckily it's not a first-person game, so the frame rate being bad's not awful. Like it's it's bad, but you're like, ah, eh, most PS2 games ran at like you know 20 to 30 FPS anyway. So like, it, and it's in third person, so you can kind of like they they do enough artistically or just with like the visuals that you kind of like hides the frame rate issues here and there. Um, yeah i think i think my biggest problem with it is if it had been able to actually be a stable something frame rate Mm -hmm. like okay i can handle majora's mask at 20 frames a second because it's it's always always 20 frames per second 
in Shadow of the Colossus, it it's whatever it feels like it can manage, mm. which sometimes it's going at 30, sometimes you you have a Colossus on screen and it's going 10. So like it's, it definitely was an overambitious project that would have probably not it probably would have looked bad on PS3, but definitely pushed the PS2 a lot. Someone told me if I turned on progressive scan, it would have made the um, the game run a little bit better. But I can't do that through my retro tank, so I, I didn't bother. I mean, it looked fine enough through the retro tank. Um, and I I like the muddy PS2 visuals better. Like I like how the blue point version looks because they do good work. They made me even interested in playing Demon Souls because they know what they're doing. They know how to put a good coat of paint on something that looks good for the audience of the time period they're doing it while still um paying homage to like the previous like the original version but i do like the muddy ps2 visuals better because like one thing it's an issue just in any hd remaster is they'll fix it so that the draw distance is really far too so you have like 60 fps very clear and you can see everything from here to the other side of the world but most of the time you can see how bad it looks on the other side of the world on the PSG, you can't see that because it just like shadows it out or whatever, and it looks kind of cool. But I mean, I've liked it well enough that like I went through Colossus one through eleven on stream, and like today, I am, I would have done the whole thing if there's thirteen, but someone's like there's sixteen. I'm like, okay, well we're done for today. Apparently, the last one's gonna take a while. Someone said it might take upwards of an hour and a half. I'm like, uh, okay, neat. But I mean, that is kind of the the whole thing. They're mobile. They're basically mobile platforming levels where you're, like, actively trying to kill what you're standing yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I kind of like. Everyone's a different kind of puzzle to figure out their gimmick. It's a puzzly boss rush mode, basically, as a game. Which I think is... what I love the idea of that. I just wish the camera was better. Because the camera... They kind of just, like, saw Cloverfield or, like, had, like, a dream about what Cloverfield was going to be and copied that camera. The camera does whatever it wants... And when you look up, it resets. It constantly resets when you let go. So during the one boss where I'm on the horse trying to aim the arrow, it points down all the way where you can't hit the um, the eye. So like you'll aim up, which is like almost off screen, and that's already a nightmare trying to get that to aim well while it's like shaking around, like I don't know, Cloverfield again. So you're trying to like, I have this weird monster hunter claw going on where I have my. Hold on, let me figure it out. Aiming's on L1, so I have my left finger on L1. Move, aiming with L, with the left analog stick. I have my, like... What is this here? Oh, no, so aiming's on R1. L1, like, snaps onto the Colossus, which you have to do. I'm, hold, I'm holding X so that aggro will keep running. I'm moving aggro a little bit with the right trigger when I let go of X, or let go of um, aiming, or that's just aim the bow with left... And like it's confusing. I have to hold square to to pull up the bow. If you let go of the bow, he flips back around the horse. So I have like left left index finger on R on L one, thumb on left thumbstick, right middle finger on R one, right index finger on <laughs> square in try and um X, and then thumb on right analog, and it's just like I feel like I should have taken this thing out on a date before I manhandled it like this. <laughs> I've been trying to find ways for me to not have to, like, use a standard controller lately. 
and this game from yeah. pushing it because my hands have been hurting really bad. I have like carpal tunnel or at least the beginnings of it. So I've been trying to switch to arcade sticks. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't think I could do this with an arcade stick. It would be impossible. I was just, I was just sitting here like, you could be one of those guys. It's like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna attach these inputs to the dance pad. And funny you say that. I did dance pad Sonic Mania on my. Oh man, I was doing it with crowd control until crowd control broke. It was fine, and then just stopped working. No idea what happened. It just stopped working. Ah, rip. Which sucks because people paid for coins, and I feel really bad about that. So I have to, so I have to make sure to figure it out and fix it, so I can do it again. But yeah, in the meantime, dancing Sonic Mania. But that's basically what I've been playing. That's what I played on stream, and I've been trying to get into Xenoblade Chronicles Two off stream again. I like I've gotten up to like forty five hours in the game in Japanese. That was two years ago, and I'm trying to get there in English, and it's just I don't care. But I feel if I skip the cutscenes, it's been too long for me to remember what was happening. Yeah. Was the, was your return to it inspired by a certain Smash news we had? No, it's just I've been trying to get back into it for a while. I'm like, I want to play an RPG, so I tried to play Xenogears, and I got tired of listening to Faye Wine. Then I'm like, I tried Grandia 1, <laughs> and it's too lighthearted. What else did I try? I've been just like just trying RPGs. I'm like, I just want to get into an RPG, because that's what I play off stream. So I'm like, how about something on my Switch? I want to use my Switch more. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has like been staring at me for a while because I bought it like last summer in English. I'm like, I'm just I heard trying it's to not it. as good. It, it gets better. I like the first game's story and everything better. The second game's got much better gameplay, but it's far more anime. But then the DLC reckon- for two, that story, the Torna one, is apparently really good. I just loved how the the dichotomy of that game was. Like the first thing that I heard about Xenoblade Chronicles Two came out of the mouths of my um, YouTuber group of video game cover artists who were like, "Oh my god, the music is so good! The music is really good. This music is amazing. It's fantastic. Grade A. Just listen to this shit." And then they'll like shove it in my face. I'm like, "Wow, this soundtrack is good. So the game must also be good." And then I listen to the crowd of people who actually like play the game. <laughs> They're like, "Eh." There's a, the first one. I say there's a couple was more charming. There's a couple things that are a problem with two. Two is the fact that it has a gotcha system built into it. Luckily, you don't have to buy anything with premium currency with it. It's just it's still like you have to grind for the core crystals and hopefully that you po- pull the ones that you want. And it just you'll get a tutorial forty hours in. It happened to Bari. He thought people were joking. He's like, "Yep, I just <laughs> got to that like." 40 hour in tutorial or something like that I'm like yep <laughs> it happens how about you Timber what have you been playing uh it's been a lot of very very different games this is partly because of my very unorthodox uh stream game selections and also um just friends randomly coming out of the woodworks and be like hey we used to play video games let's play some so um at the top of the list from things that I actually streamed, uh, I had just wrapped Toy Story 2, I think, over the weekend. Oh, are you finally done with that? Thank God. I am finally done with that. You came in to see the worst part of the worst level of that game. Uh, that airport that, that that airport level, and specifically like the seesaw mechanics that are just... Who thought it's a good idea for a seesaw to take like like 10 seconds like you're talking about realism in games this is one place where i really didn't need it applied i did not need realistic gravity of a toy on a seesaw 
to where like the seesaw barely moves because oh yeah you're a piece of plastic like no i just want the seesaw to like be positioned so i could fucking climb you know one dude just like points out to people so you're like i i did that and that uh i was one that did that in that toy store game like good job dad no one cares no one asked (laughs) you ruined a lot of people's childhoods what are you happy about hey i think i think my favorite thing about it though is um i i afterward i was just curious to see like what other people who had actually played the game on on twitch had done and any clip i saw was of people being extremely angry at that specific section so like yeah okay it wasn't just me it was a terrible section also will you please update upgrade your controller just i want to remind you again please get an xbox series x controller or an xbox one controller please uh other than being Bluetooth, what tangible benefit would it offer? Um, it just feels a lot better. I mean, the it's a lot more responsive than the Xbox 360 controller. It's very similar, but like there's Bluetooth. You still can get batteries for it if you want. You can get battery packs. It's U- it's micro USB instead of like whatever the Xbox controller had. The new ones might even be my um, USB C, but like it's just a much better controller overall and it feels mm-hmm. more comfortable too i'll think about it part of the reason i use this is because it still has utility with my actual 360 in the living room mm-hmm. but uh that you use all the time yeah i use it to play video games such as metal gear solid hd collection and banjo kazooie nuts and bolts yes all the things people <laughs> are really looking forward to play why don't you stream those <laughs> Will you do me a favor? Will you stream Nuts and Bolts under Retro just so I can like go in there one day and just like <laughs> like Doctor Evil sit there, like yes, yes, yes. I have a buddy that's um going through like all the 360 library and he's on Retro, and I'm like, one, good job. I, I one that's a big thing to undertake because it's like two thousand games or more. Um, no, it's it's a lot more than that. Um, yeah, but it's like uh good job um most of those games aren't retro but by the time you get to them they will be because he's going in like released order because the 360 early games are retro but then like really late like gears of war judgment not retro but by the time he gets to it will be (laughs) like he's still playing like need for speed most wanted and stuff like that like the early ones is he gonna play like all all the faffle games and stuff too yes (laughs) there's a guy on um in the retro section named Sharpie and he's going through all the Saturn ones right now he's like okay we have four sports games to play pick which one you want to see first we have to play these we're playing all of them you have to please pick one (laughs) I take it he's not insane enough to also be trying to 100% the achievement lists I mean some of them you can't because probably the servers are off the online stuff yeah but also nobody goes for online multiplayer achievements. Those are always such just a toss-up. might have some word with you. <laughs> oh, he did have some words. I, I, I watched his stuff. He literally was like, I, I don't do multiplayer ones literally because it's such a pain in the ass. Like, they're not fun to do multiplayer achievements. It's so reliant on other people most of the time. Um, but yeah, so Toy Story 2 is done. Uh, 102 Dalmatians Puppies to the Rescue is, Why I think, in the final quarter. <laughs> Why you am see, I playing People come to me. because he saw the Cruella 
trailer and was like, ah, I gotta play, you know, the the sequel to that, right? It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I gotta play. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Like, you, like everyone comes to me like, you're playing such shitty games. I'm like, go talk, go talk to Timber. He's actually playing the <laughs> shitty games. Like, <laughs> like there's a massive difference between what I'm playing and what Timber's playing, and the games I'm picking are significantly higher quality. License games. In There's general nothing are just bad. wrong with 102 Dalmatians puppies to the rescue. What's, what's, it hasn't actually. What's good about it? The music in the clock tower was really good. Is it just something and... from the movie? No, actually, almost nothing about that game is from the movie because the movie was live action and was released. Hey, um, no, there is an animated game. movie, and there's a directed video. An a- I'm sorry, an animated 100. Well. Uh, no, 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 an animated 102 Dalmatians. Yes. Googling. I thought seriously. it was just the live action. 102 Dalmatians is a 2000 American crime comedy film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. There's also 101 Dalmatians too. There, yeah. So that is the difference. Um, 101 Dalmatians 2 is not the same thing. Um, yeah, do you remember like in, what was it, the 2000s where they're just like, everything's got a sequel. Here's The Little Mermaid 2. Ariel's got a daughter for some reason. Yeah. Oh, God. Or to, everyone's going to get married. And, and a lot of, I think my favorite ones were, were the ones where it like, the story was so cleanly wrapped that it's just like, where oh, did they even go with this? Like anything. Too. Somehow he's the beast again. Yeah. Yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame too. Like what? I, th- I think, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Cla- Claudia. Fuck the, the judge, judge Frollo. Yeah. Did he die? I mean, he fell into a pot of lava. He's done. He's gone. Like what, what's the, you literally have to build a new villain from scratch to make this movie work. Aladdin and naturally. Too. And the much more better Aladdin three Jafar's return. No, that was um, that, it, no Jafar's return. Return was, Jafar was two. Jafar, and Jafar then, return was two. Uh, Aladdin and the and Forty the, Thieves the was the third one. Was one. The dad, right? Yeah, that was Forty Thieves. Yeah, I actually really liked two. I know that makes me in the minority. See, they're all the like everyone's like it sucked. I'm like they're all the same. They all feel exactly the same. To, te- to like child me, they're all the same thing. They were all the same quality because I was a child watching these. It had music. All of them had music. It had the genie. The the second one had a lot of Jafar being a dark genie, so that was like edgy and cool. <laughs> like it was fine. At uh, least Tarzan two took it the right way because it was a prequel. I don't know if I even watched. Did I? I did not watch Tarzan two. I don't know what happens in that yeah, movie. Yeah, Tarzan two. It, it's. It even had new songs by Phil Collins, but it was direct to DVD. Yes. Sorry, sorry. That explains this was it. this was 2005. Well, most of them are. So it was also direct to VHS. Yes. <laughs> yep. Direct to VHS. I still have the VHS copy of Return to Jafar. Wait, what? Of uh, Jafar's Revenge. Yeah. What the hell? What, what did I just combine there? Whatever. Um, oh god. The, I I'll, the sorry. I just looked at um, Tarzan two, um, the Wikipedia yeah. page, and um, the page is broken. <laughs> Here, look at this. this. That's about as successful it was. This, this is um what the music is under. Son of man. Well, that's from the original. Like, but like, look at how it's formatted. <laughs> it's the format. Oh god, the format is the issue. I I see that it's 
a lot of effort was put into it. I mean, it literally is like a bunch of or statements. Yeah, what else? Had, let's see. There was, uh, let's see, sequels and all their follows. There's a whole category. Um, Return of Shafar, um, Aladdin and the Forty Thieves, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Sorry, whatever. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, Belle's Enchanted Christmas, then Belle's oh, Magical God. World, Pocahontas Two, mm. Journey to the New World, uh, Lion King yeah, Two. Yeah, how does Pocahontas Two work? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, an extremely the goofy new world, but newer. The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea, Lady and the Tramp 2, because we needed that, Scamp's Adventure, yeah. Cinderella 2, Dreams Come True, pretty sure they did I the first one. I believe that is considered the worst by far. Which one, Cinderella The two? actual, like, the, the, like, Cinderella I've, sequels. I've heard that, because there's another one, I think. Hunchback of Notre Dame 2 doesn't have a different thing. Atlantis got a sequel for some reason. Um, 101 yeah, Dalmatians 2. I liked the original. Lion King 1 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Mulan 2, Tarzan 2, Lilo and Titch 2. Stitch has a glitch. Titch. Kronk's New Groove. Bambi 2. That one's which good, we needed. for the record. Brother Bear 2. Don't forget about that. The Fox and the Hound 2. Cinderella 3, A Twist in how? Time. How? Wait, how? How can there be a 2 to Fox and the Hound? I don't know. It's Cin- a prequel. Oh, a lot okay. of a lot of these are prequel. When they're older, and they were like, "Hey, we need to show them as kids because." <laughs> a lot of the ones called two are actually zero. Um, Cinderella yeah. three, a twist in time. Hold on, let me see if this has. Um, let's see. Um, third and final one. Prince are having a picnic to celebrate their one year anniversary. Um, I'm, let me see. Lady Tremaine, reveling at the chance to restore her own fortunes at Cinderella's expense, uses the wand to go back in time to the day the Grand Duke fitted the glass slipper on Cinderella. So it uses time travel in the third right. movie. <laughs> um, and then, oh sure. boy. And then, um, The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning, because Ariel also needed a prequel. Is there a hurt? Is there, is there a Hercules too? Is that what you're gonna ask? The, um, Hercules sure got there a, was the animated series. It was a TV show. It, there was Zero to Hero. Yeah, the animated series. Actually, I didn't mind the show that much. I remember being entertained by it. Did you but guys know that's that because a, the movie was basically on the same caliber? Did you guys know that um, a Christmas Story has a sequel? Uh, they never air it. <laughs> they never <laughs> once show it on the TV. Um, let me see. Let me let me pull it up. It actually has a sequel to it. Let me figure out. I'm trying to remember what it was called. This is completely this time, off. He keeps the lamp. This is completely. The Jungle Book has a sequel. I feel like that at least had some functional options they could go with because of like his post reunited with society life. Um. Okay. Um. The Christmas Story sequel is called Ollie Hop Noodles Haven of Bliss. It was, what was what? It's a sequel that stars the same family, but I think everyone's been recast. Oh boy. Reviews um, range from mildly negative to positive. The Lexington <laughs> Mildly? The Lexington How Herald can you be Leader mildly negative. The Lexington Herald Leader called the film pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say when you're like, you know, I mean, it was deemed. I could have been staring at the wall. Siskel and Ebert, Siskel and Ebert mentioned it was very watchable. Of 
course he did because he it, also I doesn't mean, think games exist. I just made that up, but you could believe that, wouldn't you? I, I would. Uh, there's a Peter Pan to Return to Neverland. Oh, there's uh, also I think a, I might have seen that one. There's also a Christmas story too. There are two. <laughs> like it's a split. It's a split timeline because I think it's a split timeline. Also, Wait, A Christmas what? Story 2 has different casts as well, because it was made in 2012. So it's a direct sequel oh to God. the 1983 movie, but it either has... It ignores the events of the 1994 film, My Summer Story. Wait, is there another one? There's another one! <laughs> <laughs> they made three? There are three sequels to A Christmas Story. Um... It's called My Summer Story, originally released in theaters as It Runs in the Family. It's a 1994 mm. comedy film that's a sequel to A Christmas Story. Um, a Christmas Story, Story 2 ignores the events of this movie. <laughs> oh, God. So the timeline was reset or deviated. So there's at least two timelines for A Christmas Story. So when are some... we going to get the Rod Zombie, like, dark remake version of this? As, as long as he has a Jingle Bells version of Dragula, I'm in for it. I'm here for <laughs> Can it. Can somebody get me the um, Christmas Story Historia with the proper timeline and the, the order that I have to follow? We're, like, where we're does gonna it do, split? We're going to have to do a whole podcast about this cinematic universe. <laughs> The Rescuers have a sequel called Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, yep. I know that one. I remember that one. And that's one where if you, I think if you pause it, you can see a penis. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I I don't know that Down fact. I prefer not to know that fact. Um, uh, Easter egg? <laughs> that's an Easter egg, huh? <laughs> no, you don't want to put the Rescuers penis? Down Under. Well, I'm, I'm typing in. Oh no! I'm pretty oh sure god! You the results for that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a it's a naked woman. Hold on. The penis is in um the the Little Mermaid box. Box? Uh huh. Hold on. With what no, box? Hold on. He's the priest. So whether or not this has been edited, I don't know. But this is the alleged screenshot. If you look, you'll see some boobies. Oh, so you can. Um, let's see. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. It looks like the Fox face is like such cursed art. in the background. <laughs> Penis. It is. It's. I don't even know like what. What drove them to include so, this? Like someone was just like, I resent being on this project. So there's the Little Mermaid. And here's the yep. penis. Hold on, it's taking a minute. <laughs> like it's very obviously that. Uh yeah. I I don't know that I, you I could was, argue I, I it's thought, incidental. I thought you were talking about the the priest guy having a little chill. Oh no no he, he he's got a he's got a boner during that too yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Here's another one. Is All this? Right, I, we're I feel really like we're earning our we're explicit tag today. <laughs> bladded? What the fuck is bladded? Oh, oh right. my god. 
Oh man. <laughs> All right, Mickey. <laughs> Disney's so uh, Mickey's so happy about it too. Oh, I just got a text. My other order from Castlemania is on its way, probably because I text him. To, I mess him to him like, "Hey, you told nice. me you shipped it last week, did ya?" But. But yeah, getting back to 102 Dalmatians <laughs> puppies to the rescue. We went on um, a weird path on there. That's that's kind of the magic of any Disney game is that it is Disney and therefore you will talk about Disney things tangentially related you for know, hours. There's a timeline out there where we stay on topic. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that reality could exist. It, there's also a like, timeline where Timber never talks. We need to have our Bionicle spin-off podcast. We need to also have our <laughs> Foodosaurus podcast. Yeah, every timeline where we thought one of our like big podcast episodes was the thing, and we were like, all right, this is the, we're a food show now, and there's the food show timeline. Then we got the... Can if you ever the come Bionicle timeline? Can if you ever come the visit? We'll, we'll do like a video of um, Foodosaurus. Yes, that would be cool. I, I really wouldn't be opposed. It to will just be like vamping about food. It will just be videos of me taking Ken to McDonald's and him asking for um, Portuguese sausage and fried rice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty good. It'd be pretty good, especially the reactions of like. Let me. You know what? I'll take. I'll. I'll take a request, Man, and we'll put that into corporate. Um. Yeah. Anyway, 102 Dalmatians puppies to the rescue. <laughs> um. It had more solid platforming than Toy Story 2 did. That's not. It actually knew how to do seesaws. That's not much praise. It, it knew how to do seesaws. <laughs> Uh, it has actually voice acting, which is mostly my fault because Toy Story 2 has an, an, a superior version on the PlayStation, You're but I played the N64 me. version. You're mocking me, aren't you? Um, also, the the menu was different. So, like, I don't know if you were there for the start of it where in Toy Story 2, anytime you would, like, save or load a game, it just took the clip of buzz lifting himself up off a ledge as the sound for opening the save and load menu so you'd go to save and just be <laughs> and it would just make that noise every time i'm like why is this here i don't think they do that in the playstation version i think it's literally they had to recycle assets because they couldn't fit it on the cart yeah the um, n64 like could not let's see the the playstation can hold what 700 megabytes per disc the n64 i think could hold um, what was it on N64? How much could an EEP ROM hold? It could... 4 to 64 megabyte game pack. Oh, wow. That's not a lot. <laughs> and um, PlayStation 1 memory cards were 1 megabyte. Um, N64 was 32 kilobyte. Yikes. That is giant. The gap between those two is huge. Oh, yeah. I don't... The N64, like, despite the fact having a lot of good games on it, like, was... It's a miracle it could run things in 3D with that kind of tech. Yeah. The thing was, it could run things in 3D well, but it couldn't do textures then. It's like, do you want textures or 3D? You you gotta pick. <laughs> That's the things we put up with, man. I mean, as kids, um, you didn't really care because it was 3D, so everything 3D, like, got... Like, everything yeah, got Yeah, everything was novel. Yeah, it was just like... uh I mean, you could, there was literally, what was that, Vector Man? 
that kind of had a similar thing where it's like, yeah, there's not really any graphics to this, but man, it's just like... I think Vector Man was Genesis, it. wasn't it? Vector Man was older, yeah, and that wasn't really 3D. I think I kind of missed the it mark had, there. Um, it had like 3D... If I think it had um, character models like Donkey Kong where like the character models were 3D, but then they were turned into 2D sprites. But like, yeah, the game itself looks real boring. Oh, yeah. There's two Vector Man um, games. 96 and 95. Those were good years. But uh, after, let's see. So, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a perfectly fine Disney game. Um, Alchemy Fox likes the game a lot. So it is up her alley, and I've been having fun playing it. So it's it's a good classic platformer and an underappreciated one. Besides ancient platformers, um, I also played... Sakuna of Rice and Ruin on stream for the first time a uh, couple of times now. Uh, I have been having a really good time with it. It gives me a lot of uh, Dark Cloud vibes, which is a series I really enjoyed on the PS2, which I tried playing on stream once, but I I admit that I don't have as much tolerance for the grind of going back into dungeons over mm-hmm. and over again the way that I used to. But... Um, but it, it has a similar principle of like you go in and you slaughter a whole bunch of demons and then you come back and you plant rice like in dark cloud it was like you had a city builder and then you went into the the city now it's take city builder and replace it with kind of very in-depth farming simulator and you basically have sakuna which by the way when i say very in-depth it is way more in-depth than i it has any right to be mm. like um it's it's down to like all right you got to put the right amount of water on the field and the amount of water does determine how successful the yield will be which directly impacts how good sakuna can perform in levels when she's doing combat like she gets bonuses from it um i think the correct water level is about 30 percent uh, which they said ankle deep and you can literally like after you've filled the field you can step in it with Sakuna and you can by the eye just look at her ankles and be like is this ankle deep <laughs> like it's it's crazy uh, the detail it goes to you have to like thresh the rice once you're done with it and then put it up to to get um, hulled as well and that determines whether you're going to get brown rice or white rice depending on how long you do that process for a process which I feel should have been motion controlled because you're basically just wiggling a stick back and forth i feel like that was a missed opportunity with the switch port but they didn't really uh since it was a two-man team developing it i guess they didn't have the time to really hash out was motion it control released on switch uh no it had a pc release as well okay which was the plat- main one because uh, a lot of people actually, use switch me... port when they don't mean switch port. it ha- it's on p well it's, it is switch port because it also had a ps4 version okay um, and I think actually after watching me play Seabass ended up picking up the PS4 one to get the limited edition release that comes with the three disc OST, uh, which I'll be honest is probably one of the best parts of the game is the music is extremely good for, um, for what it is kind of that classic Japanese thing. Um, they have a, a singer in there. I don't know what you call it, but they, they have this traditional Japanese singing style where it's sort of, um, microtonal singing. Is it Inca style? No, what is it? You know, where they're like, ah, I'm like the kind of wavery thing. Because um, the lead singer of um, Wagaki Band does the same one. Uh, what is it called? There's like a specific 
singing style. Ken, do you I've know always what it's appreciated. Sorry? Ken, do you remember what it's called? Kenneth? <laughs> For Wagaki Man? Uh, no, that like um, traditional Japanese singing style. Oh, Inca? Yeah. No, not Inca, but like the old style one. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I've been a big, I've actually been a pretty big fan of that style of singing ever since I heard the, I think it was the OP for Blood Plus, mm. where they kind of, it was either the OP or ED that had a, a similar thing where they, they, it was like a modern, like a kind of modern rock or metal song, but with a lot of this kind of singing element where it's like just sort of wavering on microtones. And Sakuna has a lot of that in its uh, thing as well. Uh, specifically, the Harvest song, which stood out as a very strong piece in the overall soundtrack. Sh- but yeah, it's been a good time. Shigin. I haven't played. What was I think it? it's Shigin. That's like that. Shigin. Shigin. It's that style of like chanting, kind of, where it's like really tonal. I think that's what yeah. it's called. It's like a style of poem, but like it's a performance of reciting Japanese poem. That's like the style of singing. Yeah. And it, and this was basically trying to capture the fact that it is a traditional um, riced harvesting song. So like it's something people sang in the fields while they were actually working the fields. And then this is just like kind of a modernized version of that folk song effectively. But yeah, I've, I, as someone who likes a lot of weeby things, it's it's a it's a good time, and I think it's it never really gets excessively anime with anything. Sakuna herself does have the trope of being a, a adult goddess in a child's body sort of thing, which is offset by the fact that she's also drunk all the time. But uh, it's it's been really interesting, and it's it's a game that I really want to push people to play, just because I do not think. It did well at all when it comes to like for for the amount of polish that's in this game it's shocking how few people know what the hell it is i think it had the bad fortune of being released around the time of cyberpunk 2077 which just stole the limelight with whatever news happened around that time so it was just completely overshadowed i, mean, I think sakuna did well because like when it was announced it wasn't it was in a nintendo direct but not in the english one and everyone was like why did japan get this cool looking one i think it did well it's just it's a niche game it's just niche it was there was no way this game was gonna have like big widespread appeal it's a very niche title uh, that's always the fate of the games i like they're always because i, I i'm a fan of i'm a fan of unique games and i'm a fan of games that try to experiment with stuff this one I mean, rice farming plus 2D Odin Sphere Muramasa style combat. Mm. Uh, not two things you think would go together. I just like having my game be a variety pack where I get all the kind of game experiences in one game. It's one reason why I thought I would like Nier Automata more than I did. But I think that one might have gone a little too crazy <laughs> with its transitions and game styles but let me see sakuna rice and ruin sold um eight copies by or that's many copies shipped um by last by january end of january this year that's pretty good it shipped it shipped a lot but no one talked about I it think like it was just kind of like it's a people number. bought it and then I put it on a shelf I can't, fi- I can't find it so i mean it's it's popular here that's but like then again it's like worldwide central so 
I think also just because it's an Exceed and Marvelous game, like, it's not going to, like, it's going to be one of those, like, they release, like, you know, maybe 10 copies per town, and they'll all sell out. They'll make back the money they put out because they do it in smaller amounts. But it's it's not going to be, I mean, Bra- Bravely Default 2 came out the other day. You didn't know. It's still it's still a know. niche pro- like product, despite the fact that it's right up your alley. Uh, it's also because I didn't, I don't, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about Bravely Default compared to Octopath. I think I enjoyed my time with Octopath more than I did the original I Bravely. I mean, Bravely Default's sl- faster. It has yeah. it has battle speed up, and you can turn off encounters. All things true. That's the team yeah. You know, that made you're right. Default worked on Octopath and didn't put in the game. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, they're a different style of game." So I'm like, "It's the same team. They could have put in the basic features, just speed up, speed up battles would be fan fucking tastic." And that game needs yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely would have helped. It would have definitely reduced the many hours spent in that game. Not sure where to go encounter after encounter. Um, But yeah, so those were kind of the three main things. And then outside of that, I had some buddies reach out to me and want to do some multiplayer stuff. So I ended up playing a tiny, tiny bit of Valheim as well as uh, Deep Rock Galactic. And my friends told me, there was a huge Warzone update that came out, so I should play it. And then they weren't correct, so I just played that for oh, no I actually, reason. I actually have a question for you about um, Warzone, Timber. Okay. And that question is, Ken, what were you playing? <laughs> so, what which game do you want to hear first? The horse game or or the puzzle game? Horse game. Horse. Okay, so of I course. was playing <laughs> Umahime Pretty Derby, which oh, is a... Whoa. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> which is a basically a gotcha game of <laughs> waifu horse horses, <laughs> but it's like those traditional horse derby games. Is this the same as Uma Musume per, Pretty Derby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've been playing that mostly because. Because watching Hollow Hollow Live and Hollow Stars, they, they, there's this one guy he plays horse games all the time, and I wanted to play that. I was gonna say, is this like the anime version of the Barbie horse game that everybody loved? Hey man, don't you besmirch the name of Barbie Horse Adventure Two. <laughs> Where does this fall on the Barbie Horse Adventure um, scale? It's a split timeline. It's a split <laughs> timeline. This is where Barbie Wait, went what? to Japan. No, when Barbie fell. Yeah. So, I've been playing that, and then I've been playing... <laughs> I don't know what, what ire I will get from... So, yeah, I've been playing Honey Pop. Well, let's just say this much. So, my computer screen is facing towards the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm Does not it? very paying attention very much, and my mother just walks in the kitchen... <laughs> But yeah, I've been playing that and Honey Pop 2. Honey Pop 2 is so much worse. It's so bad. Like as a game or as the, like with the raunchiness factor? The raunchiness, because basically it's double dates and basically the whole thing is you're trying to get threesomes. Oh no. Or, oh yes. You know, just keep an open or, mind. Yeah, I guess over. depending on your, <laughs> what well, you're, you're after in your Honey Pops. Some of the people from Honey Pop 1 go to Honey Pop 2 and you kind of continue continue the the story because it's like deep lore 
Deep lore. I, I just re- I just remember Alchemy Fox telling me, "Hey, so Honey Pop Two's coming." And she's like, "Oh wait, you probably don't care because there's no way in hell you could stream that." Like, yup. I mean, you, you could do it on YouTube and just like not. You know, hey, you that's how you that's how your subscribers back. Hey, yeah. The, the, <laughs> now that I'm being demonetized, I can do whatever I want. Look at this freedom. Just censor freedom, it all out. Timber. Censor it all out. Just put. <laughs> no, no. Um, Timber, they have a censored version. You can play okay. censored or uncensored. Okay. Why would you play uncensored? Someone's like, who needs to be that horny on me? And they're like, we need a censored version so I can play this with my fans. <laughs> I mean, if you're streaming it on, like, one of those channels. <laughs> or you could be a channel that's just like, all right, guys, this is the last time I'm ever streaming. <laughs> Boobs are out. Honey this channel, too. this channel oh, will be deleted, but at least we all had a good time together. I want to see the AI bots. Just how fast <laughs> you will get shadow banned <laughs> <laughs> by playing Honey Pop Two uncensored. Twitch and is it's, just it's, like it's, I bo- <laughs> the boob detectors at, at maximum. What happened? It's so it's even worse because you know you're doing double dates, right? And when you're getting into the heat moment, they're just like moaning on full blast. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been playing that in Spiderman. What does Spiderman have that Honey Pop 2 doesn't? (laughs) Spider-Man. Okay. I suppose. That's a a good counter. They also have Miles Morris, so... Morales. Oh, nice. Okay. Is that like a DLC thing, or is it literally the character? It's a new story. It's a new story. It's Morales. Like five. Miles mm. Morris. Morales. 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 Oh, by the way, Tom just learned for the first time about um, the Emissary of Hell Spider-Man <laughs> in the Operon. He like his like his like host alert or something's that I'm like what the fuck is like yeah I just find there is this weird Japanese Spider-Man show it's like oh my god Tom. all right I've been waiting for to someone... the fate of all spiders I shall punish you I am the emissary of hell Spider-Man <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> oh man that was back oh, um he, Spider-Man has a lot in common with Big One oh yeah. <laughs> What were we talking about? Sorry. Uh, uh, that was Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong time. You yeah. actually, believe it or not, Kyo, you didn't deviate that much from yes. the topic this time. <laughs> but I did when I asked. <laughs> so, besides that, uh, it's nothing, nothing much. I've been playing the demo for Project Triangle Strategy, which I guess will segue into the Nintendo Direct here. Yeah. I love that it's a demo that lasts for like a year. Hey man, like, it's like this how is they so did for, early. This is how they did for Bravely Default because they got all the feedback from the initial. Actually, demos. I think Octopath did the same they thing. Did. I remember playing the demo for that back in like March, I, and then the game came out in November. I like or something. that they do this. Honestly, like even though I'm not, yeah, even though Square Enix has a habit of announcing things too early, I think it's nice that they're doing that, and, like putting it out there. Like this is what we think this is what we're doing so far, and people be like, ah, oh, this could be this, this or that. I don't think they took enough criticism for Octopath. Um, I'm hoping they'll take a bit more for Project Triangle Strategy. It looks cool, but, like, definitely, like, cut it out with the bloom. Cut it out with the bloom lighting. 
stop it. I, I really, I really like the effect. It's I don't too know. much. I, it's I, too much. It's just like turning the exposure all the way up. It's like I'd like to see what you guys have made visually, but instead <laughs> I have bloom lighting covering most of it, and also they need more like because when the bloom's in there too, it if um you can't differentiate the colors enough. Like the blues, purples, and pinks, and everything all blend together, and that yeah. that affects like when you're playing the game. I'm like, I hope they get rid of that so I can actually see what shit is. I have a problem with colors. So I have problems with like blues and purples, reds and oranges, and greens and yellows. I'm like, I would really like to be able to tell what's going on. Did you say you're colorblind? It's not really colorblind because like every time I've taken a colorblind test, it's like you're not. And I'm like, but I just have issues like telling those things apart i think it's like not enough to be considered colorblind but just enough for me to notice like i I, gotcha. I have a problem like if it's not a very distinctly different orange and red i don't know same with blues and purples i'm like i said something was blue and they're like oh that's that's actually uh that's that's cobalt that's like a really deep purple there i'm like i don't fucking know <laughs> something like salmon I, would be a nightmare I just for you like, too. yeah salmon i'm like is this pink or red or orange I just like pull out my like my Nintendo hardware like color guide. I'm like, okay, that is um, glacier ice colored, and they're like, no, that's that's like light blue, that's Gatorade blue. I'm like, fuck, just I, that's what what this watch thing says. It's not mocha mocha madness. It's not there. Like I'm the type I turn all. I always turn on colorblind help in games Spe- like specifically just so it will tell me the color of things like in borderlands it'll tell me the color because they're like pearlescent I'm like what fucking color is pearlescent just like <laughs> tell me what it is i mean i didn't know <laughs> honestly i would kind of find it entertaining to do just to learn all of the names for like off the wall like micro shades of colors that i've never heard of because yes, pearlescent. I don't. I'm not even sure I know what that would be. Pearlescent. I think it was supposed to be like pearlescent. So like kind of like a, a shiny above cream, but yeah. under pure white. And I think it was actually thing. more pinkish. I'm like, just call it pink. <laughs> Use basic color names or something. Jesus. Ca- call it Japanese strawberry pink and call it a day. Well, this is actually Sakura latte colored, not Sakura tea colored. Ooh, gonna have to ding points for that. Um, but yeah, other that was that was announced at um the thing, right? The Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah is it? So um, it's, it's called Project Triangle Strategy, which is basically a new tactics game. Yeah, that's the that's the final title, right? I mean, Project yeah, I Octopath. Mean, it was called Project Octopath Traveler originally, so I can't wait for Project for it to be just Triangle Strategy. Honestly, I don't mind. Nice. Like the name's stupid, but it fits with Square Enix stuff while still being real words. So, yeah, yeah. Triangle Strat. Wait until they make the sequel, Triangle Strategy Mix Volume Two no, Octagon Edition. It, you know, it's gonna be Triangle Strategy Squared. <laughs> there we go. Dude, what else was in it? It's gonna be. It's not gonna have the two next to it. It is gonna be the literal, just the square above it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna be all clever. I mean, the, the following sequel is just a circle around the square, around the triangle. Do you guys want to get through the um the more sleepy stuff from the uh, the um? I can run through the sleepy stuff from uh, the Nintendo Direct first. Yes. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Just um, let's uh, see. go. Go ahead and list rapid fire. Let's go. Fall Talk Guys is coming to Switch. 
Oh boy. Not until summer. Well. So, yay, I guess. Metopia is getting a port, and now you have makeup options for your Miis. I... DC DC Supergirl's Teen Power. That game actually didn't look bad. It really didn't. I was actually really excited for that. When I saw it, I think think it's strong voices in it. Yeah, I mean, it's everyone from, I think, a TV show is in it. It looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it's from the, 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 the girls TV show because, yeah, they have that little series for them. I mean, it's definitely for a certain crowd, but I saw it. I'm like, this doesn't look that bad. It looks like a little beat em up game or something. It looks fine. Yeah. Um, Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass because, of course, it is. It's like y'all, you made a prequel. Stop. So the thing is with that. So one of the things says unlockable characters. I'm like, who? Who's left? I haven't played it yet. Neither have I. So I, I wouldn't know. Um, no more here. I haven't gotten very far in it at all. So I'm. I haven't gotten it yet. No more here. Three has the release date, which I believe is August. Nice. I didn't even know yes. about that being a thing. Mario Golf is getting a new game, which... Uh, I am so hyped for that. It looks I like am... it could be fun. I wish it was Especially tennis. Especially the speed golf... No, fuck your tennis. <laughs> <laughs> you got it last... You got it two years ago. Golf is the time. No, actually, we need strikers. We need, we strikers. need strikers back. Or um, sluggers. Yeah. We need strikers, man. Give me strikers or sluggers. The speed golf is a, an amazing thing that I think I can just troll the hell out Where of people Where everyone with. plays at the same time. Everyone plays at the same time, so basically what you want is the oh, fastest Oh, is it multiplayer to... too? Yep. Yeah, it's multiplayer. Oh my so, god, it can be Pena. Yeah, so fastest to the hole and lowest strokes as well. So I'm like, yeah, I need that. I'd be so, surprised so if you could good. do anything low stroke. Yeah. Let's see. What else is coming out? Star Wars is getting um a, a battle royale game or a hero shooter or something. Yeah, it looks like a hero shooter. I'm not too sure uh, about it. But... Um, now for some of the bigger ones. Um, Splat- made by Zenga. Splatoon three was announced. It looked like it was going to be an open world Splatoon game, and then it just is Splatoon three. So yeah, it looked, and then it went back to Splatoon stuff. So, I mean, it didn't really show much. Um, it looks like Splatoon, again, which is fine, but it, the, they, they really they made it seem like... it was going to have an actual story mode, which I hope it does. It looks so much cooler, and then there's like, actually, it's more Splatoon. Cool, because it was like mm-hmm. in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, her, like, in setting it up, and I'm like, this looks like it could be cool. Then it went to multiplayer. That's the problem is that the whole core of those that series has been multiplayer for so long that I, I don't know unless they just change their entire methodology for how they make those games I don't see the story mode being particularly fleshed out as has been the case with all the previous entries. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know to me it's like you played one Splatoon you played them all. Yeah, I mean they're fun it's just like it needs a bit more. Um, should we do the big announcement, or should we get the Smash one out of the way? Yeah, the big announcement. Ninja Gaiden, the trilogy, is getting ported to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that's not, I forgot that's not even on this list, but yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> let's do, um, let's do this. The biggest deal. Let's do Smash reveal, and then we'll do the big reveal. Um, Smash is getting a dual character of, ugh, I hate their English names, Pyra and Mithra. Mithra, I uh, hate their English so, names. So, Timber, you are yeah. right on our prediction because it was a character with series that hasn't had enough representation up until now. 
Didn't I say? Did I say something from Smash or from Xenoblade at all? No, you. I said no. You were. You went Eggman. all in Eggman. on Eggman, mm-hmm. which I still like the idea of. I, I I didn't dismiss that idea, um, but I did. I did think it would be something that 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 didn't really get any attention. The problem is I don't give a shit about these two. <laughs> it is another anime sword fighter. Um, it's a dual character, which is weird after um, Sakurai said no more like, dual characters. I was like, oh, there's an Echo Fighter. And then the move list seems so different than um, Pyra. And I'm like, what? She can't she can be a myth. She changes, though, doesn't she? Can't she just change on the fly? Yeah, she changes. Because originally I thought she was going to be an Echo Fighter as well. That would have made more but sense to Mithra- me. Yeah, Pyra and Mithra, their, their whole thing is so different, their moveset. It looks like so. I'm I'm happy they're in there. I'm happy it's not Rex. I would have liked to have almost anyone else from Xenoblade <laughs> as a character. I would have loved to have Seven, um, but I would like to be in anyone else. I'm happy it's not Rex, but I don't know. I mainly just want to complain about the fact that I hate the English names for these characters because I don't know why they changed them. If you guys didn't know, Xenoblade in English and Japanese have like. Half their cast and location names all change for no reason, which makes Wait, no, what? It, yeah. So Rex is Rex, um, Nia is Nia, Zeke is Zeke, stuff like that. Morag is Medefu. Um, let's see who else. Pyra is Homura, and Mithra is Hikari. I don't know why they changed the names of these because it's a weeby anime. JRPG. It's a, it's a weeby game already. Right? So I don't know why they changed the names of the characters. I don't know why, because they're it's already a weeby anime game. Why bother changing them? You got you got the you have the big titty sword art onase on there. Poppy. Why wouldn't you but just leave it in Japanese? Poppy's name is Hana. What? Yeah, her, like I mean, it, a lot of the stuff is similar. It's just like I don't know why they bother to change them. Why have two different names for characters? Just keep them the same because either change everyone or no one's. Even in the original Xenoblade, characters had different names. Fiora's name is Fioran. Sharla's name is Carla. Ryan is Ryan. Dunban, I think, is similar. Like they just changed some characters' names, and I don't get it. Like I've never gotten it. I f- I always felt that way with like. Like, just the amount of brain twisting that would be involved in being on a marketing team like that, where it's like, okay, we have to westernize this so that Western people can like it because they won't like it otherwise. Like, I just don't get it because, like, are we that dumb? Like, for Xenoblade 1, they changed, like, Sharla's name from Carla, but then, like, Shulk's name is still Shulk. It's like, (laughs) which is not a great name. The wrong names. If you're going to change the name to be easier to say, why would you change Carla and not Shulk? <laughs> don't you don't you love my firstborn son shulk like fiora to that, from fioran to fiora i'm like okay that's not a big change that's fine it's easier to say in, in like in english i guess because fioran like fiora sounds a lot yeah. better it just does yeah but it, like i don't know xenoblade 2 went overboard and like i'm playing it now English vo- English text, Japanese voices, it's so confusing. Because even all the rare blades... <laughs> I was going to say, it's so confusing probably, right? All the rare blades have different names too, and sometimes like one's, oh car- my fucking God. one's name is like Gray in Japanese, and in English his name is like 
Eduardo or something. It's like his name was an <laughs> English word. Why did you change it? It doesn't make sense. Hey, man. Hey, man. Eduardo is such a, a very Latin name. Maybe that's what the sort originally means. Like, I, I don't I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. It's it's so frustrating. I, I had, I had uh, similar weeb issues with uh, Sakuna as well, where everyone was like ah oh, please change it i don't like the english voice actors so we switched to japanese for a bit and i was like you know actually you're kind of right the the japanese voice acting is fine except for in two instances one uh Kixari could not get over the fact that in the japanese dub when they're eating they literally go om nom nom <laughs> um <laughs> they, they go mogu 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 i'm just like okay good um but what's what's worse is that like through all of it I'm like okay I, I can I can live with English subtitles and Japanese dialogue and then I use Sakuna to inspect the rice which when you do it in English she'll actually like say something like it looks like it could use a little more water or I think that I think that we should probably make sure that the offshoots don't grow out too far here like she'll give some input on the quality check which they didn't sub. So I'm just sitting there, and she's like, oh, Nani, I, mean, I, I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, okay. I mean, uh, that was kind of important. did that occasionally as well, where they would do side comments, and they didn't translate. And if you didn't know any Japanese, it kind of sucked. You're just but fucked. This, You're just like, this okay. One, this one kind of sucks even more, because it's giving comments of like, ah, you need to add more water. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's literally telling you, like how to do the rice better and you wouldn't have that like if you don't have that you're not going to make good rice because on a daily basis unless you're super smart and can just tell by looking at your virtual rice you're going to need that input from her oh ken i just remembered another stupid one from xenoblade in japanese his name is Mm -hmm. jin in english his name is shin why <laughs> that's so or it's unnecessary like flip, two, it's like that's like the same thing why Wait, did you change it i can only think they'd do that to try and like kind of censor it because it's technically an alcohol or sounds like an alcohol otherwise J I N. then what about tekken 7 then or the tekken franchise well tekken's like basically a rated m series isn't it no it's rated t for t oh fuck well and look how we turned out <laughs> okay um let's see it's I'm trying to figure out which one it was in English now. I'm pretty sure... Hold on, let me scroll. Why is it not showing it? Thank you. Okay, it's Shin in English, Jin in Japanese, yeah. It's like, why did they change it? For what purpose? It's the same damn thing. Yeah. Except one has 10-10 and one doesn't. Yeah. That one almost feels like a mistake. Like, they didn't look at the 1010 and they're like, ah, this guy's name's Shin. <laughs> I mean, it's still odd to me. Um, th- there are lots of little things like this. Like, I know in um, Yu-Gi-Oh! they had a character called uh, M- Malik in Japanese, which they then renamed to Merrick in the it's, English dub. It's the same thing. It's just the R's and L's pronounced differently. Yeah. The thing is that Malik, aka Malik, is a real, actual fucking name. Merrick Merrick's a, is not. Merrick's an, a name, but it's usually a surname. Okay, but it's still it. it yeah, well. but Yu-Gi-Oh was what um, four kids. Yeah, that's true. It was. I guess that's really not doing a whole lot of favors hey, for man. it. 
I'm gonna point my invisible gun right at you. <laughs> I get really confused when um like dubs will change a Japanese name to another distinctly Japanese sounding name. It's like why did you change it though? Like Ronin Warriors got that. Um let me see, Ronin Like the main character I think is still uh Dio, but they name it they pronounce it Ryo in in English. Yeah. But like let's uh, see. In, initial D did that originally where Ryosuke became Rai, R-Y, and then Kesuke became KT, because their last name was Takahashi. I sure do love these donuts. Yeah. I mean, Digimon did that, remember? They they shortened all their names. So instead of saying Taichi, they just said Tai. Oh, my name is Taichi, or Tai. Yeah, they changed so many of them. Okay, okay, Running Warriors, Tolma became Rowan. They're, all their surnames are still Japanese, by the way. Are still, like, roughly the same. All right. Seiji became Sage. Okay, whatever. I'll give you a pass on that one. Shou uh, Lu Huang became Kento Rei Fang. Oh, my God. I don't know why. Just... <laughs> Shin? So... Shin became... even easier. Shin became Sai. Another one of those, like, Shin is so easy to say, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Sai get is it. more cooler. Like, the other ones I kind of understood because they changed them from being, like, very difficult to pronounce Japanese, like, names to, like, weird English ones. Like, one was Shuten Dolji. He became Anubis. Makes sense. Because, okay. (laughs) He looked like an Anubis. But then Anubis became Kale? What? Hold on. I'm I'm falling down a rabbit hole here. (laughs) Um, Kale? Wait, 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 wait. Kale? Like K A L E C A L E. I think it's K L C A L E. Oh man, they just like changed. Like they swapped two characters' names for some reason. Why? Watch them do the dub, and then they're like, "Actually, it's Kyle." Like this was yeah. another series where they're like half translated. Yeah. Well, me doing the the episodes notes for this the, episode's gonna be a hell of a thing. The character <laughs> known as Chaos was renamed to the Ancient One. The name was already in English. And they changed it to a different word. I have to get out of here, or else we're going to be here all night. All right. Okay, so any, anything else about Pyra and Mithra? No, no, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. We'll, we'll find out more in a couple days when the, the Smash Direct happens. I don't know why people need to see the the characters play out. It's like, you're going to get them in, like, two weeks after that. Like, just... Hey, man, they just, they just want to hear Sakurai just talk about waifus. I guess. Um, the last thing that was announced for that, I've lost my page. Hold on. What page was I on for that? Um, okay, the last thing. I don't really need to look it up. The last thing was Skyward Sword HD, which was mostly met by people whining. Yeah, yeah. which is... I, I'm excited for it because I never got the chance to play it, so it's a great thing for me. So, the original Skyward Sword came out on the Wii in 2012. Um, it was Wii Motion Plus motion controls only. They're making it so you can either use updated motion controls or button controls. Great. Gonna have Joy-Cons that are themed on Skyward Sword um, at release, which have already been bought up by all the scalpers. That Those are $70. Yep. The HD port is $60. The original version of Skyward Sword was 50 for the game, and then 60 for Wii Motion Plus, the game, and a soundtrack. And it doesn't look much better. And it doesn't look much better than it used to. Like it looks fine because it doesn't need a whole lot of work to it. But it doesn't look much better. 
So people are pay, are willing to pay $60 for this. People were whining that there was no 3D All-Stars trilogy or whatever. Some yeah. some people were expecting Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, and Skyward Sword HD in one package for $60. Mike, <laughs> y'all, this is Nintendo. The fact that we got three Mario games for $60 is mind-blowing and you the think they're gonna give they... us five five zelda games for that yeah they gave us three mario games forgot that mario galaxy 2 existed and didn't and also forgot that the ds version of mario 64 existed mm. but um one person was like well i was seeing a lot of people talking about a collection of ocarina of time twilight princess and skyward sword i'm like why are they skipping two entries why are they skip? Yeah, why are they skipping Majora's what? Mask and Wind Waker? Yeah, if they <laughs> ever if they ever Majora's do it, Mask because I'm pretty sure you would be salty, specifically Timber. <laughs> oh my God, I would be so mad. Um, and there would be a bunch of other people saying, "Why are they skipping Majora's Mask? The objectively better of the three. Are... There's I, no I reason. There's hear. no reason why it wouldn't be like if they're gonna do a, tr- a trilogy like that, it would be Ocarina of Time with Majora because it's a direct sequel. And Wind Waker. Of course, they skipped Galaxy 2, so I guess that's not exactly assured. But Galaxy but... 2 is different because that was an expansion pack sequel to a, like a pre- like a main game, whereas like all the Zelda games are individual games. They they can stand on their own. Yeah. It's got, like Galaxy 2 is just more Galaxy. The weird thing is that the only way that we'd ever get collections of these is the two HD game, the two 3D games together, like the two N64 games, the two previous HD collections together. But more realistically, all of them separate for $60. All of them separate for $60. And I'm very confused why everyone thought there was going to be five HD remasters of Zelda games released this year. Like, why would they announce five already? Like, it might happen. There's a chance it might. But why would you think, one, any of them would be in a collection, and two, they would announce five of them at one time? Yeah, they... They would at least only do one and then do the surprise three trio later on in the year because that's what happened with Mario, yeah. right? Mario was like three, like, um, anniversary was actually like what last March was when it turned 35 and then it just went through this yeah. current March. Yeah. Like, this. They just counted as fiscal mm-hmm. instead, instead of an actual year. So, like, it'll probably be more stuff announced later. Breath of the Wild 2 stuff they said will come later because they're not ready to show it. Fine. I don't care. They shouldn't have announced it yet. Um, Skyward Sword is summer? Is it May or something? It's July. July. Um, But the Zelda fandom is one of the most obnoxious, self-righteous, like, entitled, whiny fandoms out there. They literally get everything they want all the time, and when they don't get it again, mm-hmm. they whine. Like I, they they get so much. Like they're all just whining now because they don't want to buy a Wii U to get Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD. I'm like, so you want instead of paying twenty bucks for each of those games, you want to pay sixty for direct ports each? Like I understand getting new hardware yeah, you're is expensive. Get the ports, you're gonna get the original ones as well. Oh, probably you'll probably they probably won't do the HD ones. I bet you they just released like GameCube versions later yeah which will suck yep but they're so entitled and that they think they deserve these and they also wanted everything in one day 
I like everyone else that's like likes all the other Zelda or the other Nintendo fandoms like F Zero, Metroid, Kid Icarus. I hate even throwing them in there. Um, Star Fox. They get nothing. They get nothing. Zelda and Mario get everything, and they're the most entitled whiny little bitches ever. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, they just thought that because this was the big direct, they're gonna get all their all their fantasies like blown right at that and i'm kind of just like dude just wait for your own standard direct because yeah. that's what happened later on the, yeah the I, still, I, week. I still can't believe because like i've been sitting here for like a couple years being like how long until skyward sword hd i actually want that now it's here and i'm like yay it happened i am content that this at least was given like they, they, it, it's coming out this year. It makes sense they waited till like an anniversary year because it makes sense because it was an anniversary game. It was what twenty fifth. Yeah, for that wasn't one? it the twentieth? Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Right. So like, I think that's fine. It's whatever. That's it's fine. It's just I don't know why they're so entitled. They're just as bad as the Final Fantasy VII fandom, who's also entitled and obnoxious and their own worst enemy and then they just mm, they get what they want and they complain when other things come out that aren't what they wanted i don't know if that's yeah. a good way to see into like that news because most of the state yeah, of play let's... most of the state of play was pointless it was just stuff we've already seen i don't think there's anything new really yeah Sean? it was there, there are certain things that i've wanted to see more of like i wanted to see more of returnal and mm. i'm probably going to get that now uh, you should play returnal when you get your ps5 timber because it seems like a third person it's a third person doom like game that has roguelike elements in it it does like it did kind of like thematically remind me of the outer wild so i think you would like that aspect of it where you only have so much time to get through but like when you die and come back things have changed yeah so i do like that change so i think you would like this and i'm like oh is this the game that is going to make me understand what the big deal is of roguelikes (laughs) so but say to, there's that but like state of play it was mostly things we have seen before but more information yeah which is which is good overall because and release dates for all the games because mm. we didn't have release dates for them originally so they did make a huge I mean, I, deal out of like it, like having the state of play but like nothing was really that interesting like that we hadn't seen before yeah. there was one game i was excited for that i saw more things that it was one i didn't expect to ever be excited for which was the fnaf game you're excited for it? Yeah, Oh, man. What happened to that FNAF movie we talked about? Oh, Willy's Wonderland? It came out, and it was garbage. Oh, we watched it. And we're it. not going to talk about it. Oh, you should watch oh, it. No. You should watch it. No, it's definitely worth your time. Nicolas Cage does not talk the entire movie. It's fantastic. What? Yeah, you have to watch oh, it. Oh, man. It is, I, like, I, basically I still want to watch it. I totally, I totally <laughs> forgot about it. I, I was waiting to watch it regardless of how bad... What was this FNAF game called? I think it's also coming out on PS. Yeah, Security Breach. Security Breach. I think yeah, it's. I'm coming such a out. huge baby for these games, but I I'm very enriched with the lore of this game. Is it also coming out on PS4? Yes. Okay, so I might actually grab this one when it comes out. It looks like Alien Isolation meets Bioshock. Yeah. I don't know if there's any combat or anything because they didn't really show all. Like any of that stuff, but it is usually you don't. But they might change it because they changed up the formula very much so for this. I mean, you're actually going around and stuff. I'm hoping this is more Alien Isolation than Bioshock. I hope you have like distraction items and defensive stuff, but nothing that can take them out type of thing. Yeah. So it looks 
honestly really cool. It looks really cool. I did yeah. not expect to ever be excited for a Five Nights at Freddy's game. It looks cool. What was it called again? Um, Security Breach. Security Breach. Oh, it looks right. like it takes place in like um, a fully inside like theme park. Yeah, it looks like like a discovery zone, mm, but like massive. There's like a pizza parlor, a yeah. mini golf course, um, a kids playground, like a jungle gym looking area. Yeah, but when they when they showed the the whole stage of them just coming alive, yeah, I I noped out of there. <laughs> but it looks really good. I am not gonna play this game, but I I'll just watch playthroughs of it. Like, or let's I'll, play, so like if it comes out, when's this supposed to come out? Just sometime this year. Um, there's a chance. Yeah, this there's year. a chance of me actually playing this one, like maybe even streaming it because it looks super fun. Um, I'll need to see yeah. more gameplay, but like I was when they announced yeah. it, they didn't show any gameplay before, and then when they showed the gameplay, I'm like, okay, as long as this is not a shooter, I think I'll be into it. Yeah, I don't think it will be because that's not. That's not just yeah. That's ca- that's counter to the series. Like I know, but they're bringing it to the big boy consoles. Mo. Yeah. Yeah, and it's trying to be a big boy game, but I, they know we'll they see. must. We'll you, see. Yeah, we'll you, see. you have to remember, they, like they, they shaked it up so much. Yeah. I mean, from, you have Alien Isolation, this. you had Amnesia. Like there is precedent for the big bad monster chases you, and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Motif. Hmm. So I, I doubt that they would. Like, I don't think this will be anything <laughs> groundbreaking. I just want it to be fun. Yeah, yeah. It'll be groundbreaking for this series, though. I think yeah, so. Yeah, so with that, let's go up to the finale of the state of play, which was Final Fantasy VII inter- uh, inter- Intercourse. Intercourse. <laughs> um, inter. In. Oh boy! We just looked it. Up. I still can't remember. I know. Not international. No, not that. Intergrade. 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 There we go. So basically. Um, Final Fantasy 7 Remake is getting a complete visual overhaul for PS5. If you already own the game, you get a free upgrade. But the th- big thing was... I know you're hosting and I just take over anyway. Uh, the big thing was there is a new Yuffie chapter which you have to buy. Which I'm kind of eating crow at the moment because someone <laughs> on a YouTube comment like like a year and a half ago was like, I hope they add Yuffie in... in- <laughs> Yuffie and Vincent and Sid as DLC characters. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. They won't do that. Yuffie's getting her own playable story mode, <laughs> which well, I well, this is kind of different. It is, but, but I think what they they're originally saying that oh, to get them to un unlock them, so to speak, in the original in the regular story, mm-hmm. you will have to pay for them. I think this is a little different because it looks like it's running. Alongside yeah. original seven, it's well seven remake. It's like things that happen during the main story. You'll see Yuffie what she was doing in Midgar, which I think is brand new. I don't think this is anything yeah. from a previous one. So it's her and a, yeah, and a dude. You meet her outside of Midgar, so all of her being in Midgar is all brand new. And the fact is, it looks like it's starting from when Cloud gets separated and meets Eris. Mm. And she has another person in the. She has a party member with her, and they show what looks like a character from Dirge of Cerberus in it as well in the trailer. Yeah. So, so the the people that you fight, those those mask looking people, those are from Dirge of Cerberus, and then the final boss character looks like from Dirge, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's a Shinra battle. So I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they were called, or have a picture? Like I have 
played Dirge, and I'm curious. It's it's the main people from Dirge that you're playing against. Okay. But, like, it looks... And... Like, the game, it's, like, it's really weird, because it's, like, better lighting, better visuals, updates of, like, so literally you finish developing the visuals of the game. Okay. So what's what's very interesting, so the fact that when they went to photo mode, they ticked they picked the one spot where I thought that the the graphics were really fucking bad mm. is when you're going towards up towards uh, Shimmer's Tower mm. up through the side during the climb. Basically, when you're you're near the final leg of the game, mm. when you're o- looking all over uh, Midgar. So I like the fact that they did that just to show off, saying, "Hey, our graphics, we finally completed it," quote unquote. And we we knew this was going to happen mm. that there were going to be a PS5 version to to show off. Oh yeah, this is the upgraded version. This is make me wonder if they're going to continue and finish off the series on PS4 because they initially said that, but then seeing them do this and then putting the Yuffie story mode as PS5 only. It only. I yeah. don't. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to be PS. Only I think they're gonna force everyone to go on to PS5. I'm kind of mad about that as well, but I kind of it really needs to be pushed off to PS5 because if they're gonna do anything with open world ish at all with world map, however they do it, they're gonna need more processing power. They're gonna need the extra power. Just seeing how much they pushed the PS4 Pro just to have Midgar and it being pretty linear and like on set paths and really nowhere to go. They're gonna need yeah. the PS4, PS5. Probably will. They're gonna need the PS5. The thing that I like is they're very straight over because, you know, to be frank, I'm very mad of how game companies and Sony, for that matter, is handling this transition from PS4 to PS5 very piss poorly. And the fact that Final Fantasy VII is saying, "Hey, your data is going to transfer over one to one." That kind of puts me at ease, saying that I don't need to replay this fucking game again, because like I'm burned out on RPGs. And this and this back to back with Yakuza really freaking burned me out. Yeah, Yakuza doesn't change over so, your your data, does it? No. So like I'm very scared of playing or buying the PS5 version, which I will eventually. Buy free Yakuza, it's now. free upgrade. Yeah. So I mean, is there a new trophy list at least? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that at least be able to like give a pass on so like well at least you're not like having to replay things and not earning any trophies it's not it doesn't make it any better but it's like oh give me a reason to go through it again yeah what i think is going to happen is because the series is going to continue from the five on so they're they want to have oh if you replayed the data you have that data on you you can have certain skills or certain mm-hmm. things unlocked already but going back to seven i mean I'm happy that they are doing one-to-one data and that I can just start right into playing the the Yuffie chapter, which is good. What's very interesting is the things that they announced after the direct uh the the state of play with all the Final Fantasy news. So, they announced two mobile games, which I am not going to play on mobile. I'm going to blue stack that immediately. <laughs> So the first is going to be First Soldier, mm. which is a <laughs> a battle royale game exclusively <laughs> for mobile. Which I don't have a problem exclusively with. For I don't mobile. have a problem with either of these two things that we're, that we're talking about being on mobile. One, most of the most like the biggest gaming platform is mobile. 
the biggest one in Asia for yes. sure, mobile. I've been listening yeah, to a mobile. bunch of whiny millennial people complaining that Square Enix doesn't care about their fans and is just putting things on mobile. Okay, look. Pocket Edition came out. It came on consoles later. I'm pretty sure this stuff will come to consoles later. The thing is, yeah. stop being so stupid and like dense in thinking that you're the only people they make games for. Majority of people older than us and younger than us in other countries play on phones because it's more accessible. Yeah. Why would they not put this stuff on phones first? Why would they waste putting this stuff on a console first? Just the knee-jerk reaction about it is really disheartening over seeing that happen. Like, yeah, the, 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 the Battle Royale, it sounds really stupid, but, like, do you think it's taking any time or resources away from the 7 remake? It's a completely different team. It's some yeah. some other people are making it. It's like getting mad at, like, I don't know, the Luigi Mansion's Debs. Devs are working on Luigi's Mansion 4 or something when Mario needs a new game. No, they're different devs. They're not related. They're in the yeah. same universe, different devs. Nothing's being taken away from you. And it seems like the Pocket Edition people just moved right onto this. Yeah. To Ever Crisis, and like, which is the second game. Yeah, Ever Crisis looks cool. It's going to take all the stuff from the compilation of 7, which inclu- does not... Yeah. Compilation doesn't actually include 7, but 7's in there. It's 7. I think yeah. Advent Children was on that list too, wasn't it? You'll be getting a gameplayed version of Advent Children, mm. which I'm like really. That does sound cool. At because who the hell are you gonna play as? <laughs> because I would assume that you'll be only playing as Cloud, but that's still only like what seven battles, if that. Well, remember they might switch over to Tifa because Tifa had a battle yeah, and stuff might... too. Like, there's enough people have solo. There's battles. some Vincent stuff. Yeah, there's enough people with solo stuff. They'll be fine. Yeah. But it's seven, or, so, or, or you could just play the villain because he's like every you, other you scene. You play Kadage, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. I wouldn't mind playing as Kadage, to be honest. When you fight the Turks, so you got that. You got before Crisis, Dirge of Cerberus. God, I hope they fix that game. And then Crisis. It Core. looks like they're presenting it as like classic Final Fantasy VII turn-based RPG as well. Um, yeah, which will be interesting, which will be nice because Dirge played like a really bad Dove May Cry shooter mashup, and um, before <laughs> yeah. Crisis never released in English, so yeah. it'll be nice to have it. And that was a mobile phone game, so this it belongs in there. Crisis Core will probably be cut down a lot because a lot of it's unnecessary, um, but it's just cool that that stuff is still being given its own, like its own way to play all the stuff that was seven before without having to get. A PS1, a PS2, a PSP, um, a Japanese mobile phone circa mid to late 2000s, and um, a DVD player. Now imagine if they'd been so kind to Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts? Now, uh, they did. Now they, they did. did. It took them now ages. They if they had condensed on Kingdom Timber. Hearts and what they're doing Timber. right now, this would be kind of cool because uh, the yeah. timeline's such a fucking mess. But I don't think I don't think they yeah. could. I think they don't do it with Kingdom Hearts because they know they couldn't figure it out themselves. <laughs> yep. And you know, so the graphics seem like vintage Final Fantasy VII until you get to the gameplay. So the gameplay they have looks it looks like the remake style of characters or the the designs in there. And I do like the battle system because the battle system seems like a hint of thirteen. Yeah, it's it it's still like very turn basedy. Like, yeah. Timber, you haven't seen it, have you? No, I have not. Here is um, when you're just walking around. So, like, it still has, like, the weird proportions, but, like, it's more stylized visuals. 
And then when you go oh, yeah, into that's a lot cleaner. battle, you have like yeah the the remake character models, which I think is a cool way to do it. It like still pays homage to the original, how it had the two different styles, and um I, I don't know I think it looks cool how it is. And like the I agree the gameplay is that looks... the whole actual game too like basically I I'm pretty sure they're gonna present it as this, but as of right now they only showed bombing run. And then the beginning of Crisis Core. I think what it's okay, going to do, it's going to cut out. It's going to probably be like m- major moments in the game and not the entire game. It's going to yeah. be like bombing yeah. run, maybe running around in Midgar, things like that. It'll be all the major things that happened in the previous games. Just stuff from Remake yeah. is not being touched. Yeah. Because it seems like it's the original timeline. Spoiler alert for Remake. So... While all this is cool, I really wish the Final Fantasy VII um, fandom would shut up. You guys get so much. Yeah. You guys have gotten everything you wanted, and it's not good enough still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, over here we got, what, Final Fantasy VIII crying in a corner? Uh, no, they got their remake. So, uh, it got I mean, a really shitty remaster. Fine. I'm happy with the remake. I'm fine so, with the, the games remaster. being what they are. I'm fine with all of them because, like... All the remakes, all the um, side content for 7 just muddied up the whole story and stuff. That's why they're basically remaking it and just trying to, like, piece it together in a new way. Um, Final Fantasy yeah. 4 got the After Years and then, like, an Interquel sequel, and they suck. The 13 yeah. sub-series, it kept trying to fix its own shit and just made it, like, kept pushing it yeah. further and further away. And two of the spin-offs got turned into different games. Yeah. Um, 15 yep. is overdeveloped and still un- yep. incomplete. Like, things don't yep. need Gotta sequels. Gotta finish it by reading the book. The only yeah. Final Fantasy series that has handled having a shared universe well is the Evilese Alliance. Because all the stuff yep. is its own thing and it just references other stuff. Like, you yep. got 12, you got Revenant Wings, you got Tactics, Vagrant Story, Tactics Advance, and... Um, Tactics Advance 2, and 14 is part of it. But they're all, like, they all reference each other without being, like... But, like, there's still, like, the idea that things can happen, like, so many years apart, or just, like, hearsay could things be changed without having to worry about it. When you do direct sequels, it makes it so muddy, especially with Modern Square. I'm talking about Modern Square from, like, when it became Square Enix Forward. Stop asking for sequels and stuff to things and remakes. Like, this is is the problem. This is what we get when we do that. We have a final. We have a I battle know. royale <laughs> based in the Final Fantasy VII universe, which again, my my only don't uh, mind it existing. I, I get, but my only remaining wish for that kind of thing is I, I would like a more updated, maybe three D remade version of Final Fantasy VI, just because people talk about that one endlessly, and I don't know if I could get over its current. You're talking about just pay twenty dollars and play it on blue stacks yeah but i don't like he means like the, how I, four got in 3d I, remake i want to experience the story of that game without having to play the game in its current form because it's not to my taste the only Advance? no they're all still 2d though that's the thing i know what he means he means like how four and three got 3d remakes i don't mind that style um where it updates them i don't think they're necessarily necessary three needed one four didn't yeah, but I like that version of 4 the best. Did you know? Okay, yeah. so 4 has a bunch of 2D remakes, and then it has the Interquel in the After Years, which were on Wii U, yeah. or Wii, where, and then they were all ported and remade again in 2D for a PSP. 
Well, then they had the 3D remake yeah. on DS. Then they took the Interquel in After Years and made them in the DS graphics and released it on phone. That game has yeah. so much shit for no reason. I love 4. 4 is one of my favorites, and it just has so much shit. That's shit. But six is like the one everyone always clamors for, and that would probably be one that deserves it, because there's only six. There's no extra content to it. They could just make six, but I think the cast is so big and the story goes off in so many different ways, it's too difficult. Yeah. And it's not as popular anymore. It's popular with boomers. Yeah. Like, the the right time to have released a remaster of six or just a, an updated version of six was when Dissidia came yeah. out because that's when a whole bunch of eyes came to to all the other franchises or when they did the the anniversary like i'm surprised that they haven't announced a, a full anniversary system again because i remember for tw- their 25th they did a full-on release for the playstation yeah so wasn't like it every single game one through the 13 games all in one package, yeah. I think. All for, all for console, and then three was for the PSP. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Three also got a um, PSP port of the DS version with slightly yeah. updated graphics. But yeah, either six need to be remade ten years ago or ten years from now. It's with seven having yeah. been like a whole decade long project, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, you're just gonna have to swallow crow as of right now, mm-hmm. Timber. <laughs> yeah, like I don't mind these two spinoffs they announced. I like the idea of it because, like, honestly, too, like I don't want to sit on my with them having the remake on console and like I'm sure this version Ever Crisis will come to consoles later, like Pocket Edition did. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of like I can just at my own pace play like through the yes. seven stuff on my phone or something like, or you know, it would be yeah. perfect for Switch. It'd be nice to have like stuff like that where like because it doesn't feel like th- it doesn't feel like a console game the way it's being made is obviously meant to be played yeah. on the go to fill in the gaps for people who are curious about it but don't want to drop all the money on it i like the yeah, idea of it's, it it's basically a greatest hits a bridge version of the story which would be perfect for fangirl mm-hmm. especially because we don't know how remake is going to handle certain things the certain things and it would be important for her to at least you know, know of mm. the original story. Shall we move on to the Pokemon Direct? Yes. I was trying to think, what else do we have? I'm, I'm going to scroll back up past all these weird Disney penises I put. Oh, let's quickly put in um, <laughs> Stadia real quick. Uh, Stadia, all the, all, <laughs> they announced like end so, of, what was it? Beginning of February or end of January, like, y'all are doing great. We're really proud of it. Two, within two weeks, y'all are fired. To then, the people who were <laughs> still around got restructured to different places, and now they're just trying to license yeah. out Stadia as a brand and get other games instead of making yep. their own. Yeah, because originally they were going to be like, yeah, we're going to still license or try to get games out. Nah, yeah, Stadia's literally falling apart at the seams at this point. The only Stadia exclusive game to come out released, and then there is a game ba- breaking bugs, but they fired the team that was making it, and it took a while for them to get people in to fix it. Yeah. So Stadia is pretty much, there's, it's like a shambling corpse, but they're trying to make it to work, but they basically oh. killed it. Oh. I feel bad for anyone that bought I've, a Stadia because one, I exactly. already knew this would yeah. happen. It's just like, man, you were a victim of corporate circumstance. My friend. Well, you know, the thing is, that's how Google is, though. Once they see that it's not 
if 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 it's underperforming, they'll pull the plug. So as soon as the first like couple of user base things were coming out saying that it's not doing well and it's not fixing things and that the numbers were low, it was kind of we were expecting it eventually that it was going to be taken apart. It's really weird it's because like after looking how Google operates YouTube, they obviously can operate things at like a loss or like, you know, like, you know, kind of in a broken state for a long time. They didn't give it any time for them to even work on it. There's like, oh, well, fuck that. But they did that with Google Glass. They did that with... Remember Google Plus was around for like a year and a half? Oh, yeah. It's it's very obvious that whatever soul was working at Google at one point does not work there anymore. Mm. Uh, it's not the same company. And as far as their mantra and business practices, I, I would just venture to say I don't see google sustaining itself it's weird to say google might not sustain itself but i think google is going to start collapsing under its own hubris soon if they don't change the way that they're operating yeah well we'll see how amazon is going to tackle it now because amazon is handling their whole cloud service now gaming yeah i remember it was a big thing like a couple years ago talking about cloud serve like cloud gaming is going to be the next thing and i I was never as intrigued by it because I had gaming PCs. And I think that's kind of the core issue is that the people who would be interested in this are probably people who have PCs who like gaming. Game Pass is a thing that is technically for PC as well. But you download things, yeah. It's just cloud gaming is not at a point where it's actually good. It's not right. at a point where it I mean, even just people. in my own house, I was like, hey, you know, it'd be cool doing um, using NDI streaming so that I could stream my camera to my PC without having to attach it physically. And I ended up moving to physically attaching it to my PC just because of the random intermittent cutouts that it would have, mm-hmm. which is just how the Internet works. So, like, even with cloud gaming, it, having that happen would just be infuriating in the middle of a game and knowing that it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been streaming the content. My um my internet's only, it's, like, capped at 10 megabit per upload, per um, second upload. So, like, I can't do, like, my download's fine enough to get the game to me, but to get to the inputs back, um, it doesn't always work. So there's so much latency that it would be impossible. It's a it. shame though. If if Google had stuck with Stadia and and it actually worked and they weren't terrible and mismanaged, um, that could have been the way to do that. At one point in time, it was the only way that you could play play <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, you could have that, but then also, um, you know, shit. I just completely lost my train of thought. No, I was just like, I was just thinking about like how, what if. Oh, right. What if Stadia had had taken all that and they used it as, like, forward momentum to, like, address the T1 problem in this country? The fact that we don't have good internet like the rest of the fucking world? Mm-hmm. See, like, they could have done uh, so much. That's just, not to give, that's like, just the monopoly of all the companies. See, not to defend court. a corporation or Google or anything, but, like, they have tried to get Google Fiber out to as many places as possible, but they usually run into... Um, like places like um, Spectrum or Charter or Cox or whatever, yeah, um, basically blocking them from yeah. getting anything in. So they're just like, well, Cox blocking them. Yeah, they li- literally Cox blocking them. They're like, well, this hey, one I neighborhood mean, can get f- Google Fiber, but no one else. Like, 
St. Louis was supposed I mean, to have like full case in point, Google Fiber. We we will never be able to get Google Fiber here. Yeah. So we are at the mercy of Spectrum. I have the good fortune of having, and you wouldn't believe it, AT&T, but they have T1, which immediately made them appealing to me. I'm like, okay, amazing. I get good internet with AT&T. I, you know, I didn't think I'd ever say that, but there it is. Yeah, um, Stadia is pretty much dead. Now we're just waiting for it to actually fully be dead. It's, uh, yeah, it's a corpse. All right, move on to the so, last last one. The last part here would be the Pokemon Direct. Pokemon Direct. So, Two big things were announced. First one. More cards. Oh, more cards. I honestly only saw the two big game things. If there's stuff outside of the two game things, tell them real quick. No, nah, no. Nah. It's uh, basically they... they I like the trailer that they had. Yeah, if you if you watch the beginning of the Pokemon was that Direct, that like um, I really liked that, that through the ages thing. That was a yeah. That, that was really the cool. Ages trailer was really good. If you guys, if you if you don't care about anything like Pokemon news wise, at least watch that because it shows how the the entire franchise grew, yeah. which was really. If you want to see how Pokemon went from like nothing. Like, you know, just, like, here's this kind of, like, weird game that came out of nowhere to being, a, like, one of the biggest... I think it's one of the biggest franchises in the world yeah. now. I think it's, like, on par, like, Disney level. Um, it's, you know, it's cool to see it go, like, from, I guess, humble beginnings to um, monolithic corporate bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was really cool to see. The The first thing they announced was more, more news about Pokemon Snap and... That's very interesting. I mean, a lot of people are going to get the game anyway. And how they are going to do the picture aspect this time, that it's going to be through their Nintendo Online thing. I'm kind of sad about that. Are they going to do stickers again? Um, No, they aren't. I mean, I could somehow rejigger my Switch to it, maybe if I can get that to work. <laughs> Give me your... I really wish you lived on the mainland, because I would take your... <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, the the... the to ship that thing out there would cost my life savings. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I believe it. <laughs> it's too heavy. They probably, like, it went to Hawaii, and they're like, this will never leave this island. It, it's going to have to go in a crate, and we'll have to be there by boat. <laughs> like, I, I have no idea how this is going to leave my house. I'm probably going to be buried with it at this point. <laughs> Bury me inside the Pokemon Snap Machine. <laughs> that is my coffin. Put my urn in the Pokemon Snap Machine. <laughs> Please take Sponsored my picture by... with the Pokemon Snap Machine at, at my Sponsored funeral. Sponsored by Blockbuster, which is Kyokan. Which that's actually Kyokan twenty twenty one. Give it back to the the last remaining <laughs> Blockbuster. Kyokan twenty twenty one is tentatively taking place in Tofu's backyard. Tentatively. <laughs> tentatively, isn't that like? basically as far as we could be from where you actually are headquartered i mean Te that's technically Texas. it would be like the middle of nowhere would be utah no the middle of nowhere or... is hey guess who's hosting ken kyokan is at ken's everyone go to hawaii i mean we are open now so y'all can come i don't think you would want to but yes you guys can I mean, yeah. it is Hawaii. After, po after Pokemon Snap, we had two big things released or announced. One, one is going to be Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Yeah, so remakes of the Gen Four games, which is why I asked if you had played those Timber I beforehand. See. Um, 
which I like. I'm always Mister No remakes, no remasters. We don't need them. Gen four Pokemon really needs them. Gen four Pokemon yes. is one of the most frustrating experiences to go back to platinum fixed a lot of the speed issues with diamond and pearl but diamond and pearl one um the ui is very very ugly even for an early ds game it's like oddly really dark and it looks like they just made like the buttons for the touch screen um in paint real quick it looks very like like you know stock assets like that were supposed to be placeholders um there is a you can find this video easily um it is a video of a blissey fighting um some pokemon like lucario something that uses a super effective move on it and it knocks its hp out completely from the pokemon going from its attack to hitting blissey um it hits it and it drains its health from all the way to zero it takes 40 seconds to do that it's yeah. such a slow Plus game because blissey's a tank yeah, so it takes that long because it, it ticks down each number in your health one by one. In later games, it would, like, take a chunk out and then move down. Same before and after, it would take a chunk. Um, it, It's the slowest Pokemon game. It's the slowest yeah. one. So, like, I don't have a problem with the remake. And also, I like the look of it. It looks like Link's Awakening. They're yeah, going back a lot of... They're going back to the chibi so style. For, for, for me, Diamond Pro was my favorite generation of all time. It's one of my favorite games. And the fact that they are remaking it, I'm very, very happy. So I am going to play the shit out of these games because I loved Diamond and Pearl. And I I don't think I've never loved Pokemon as hard as I did until X and Y. And that was years later. I remember Diamond being one that I did not spend a lot of time with. I think I went back and looked at my save file and I had only put 40 hours into it and then put it down because of like... It, like I played through, I'm like this was fine, but then like we didn't get any of the event Pokemon yeah. that they had planned for it. Yeah, so it was like okay. I think I I spent like 200 hours on Pearl, and then Platinum. I Platinum for Platinum. I did something very interesting, so I speed run the game, or I tried to play the game as fast as possible mm-hmm. because I played it a month before Black and White. And I tried to go through the entire game of Platinum beforehand. And this is like, I'm not not much of a hardcore handheld person. So playing it as hard as I can, meaning like maybe two hours a day, if that. So just trying to find the, the best route. I'm hoping these games but have I, stuff in there from Platinum. Platinum. Or at least yes, do what... I wish they had the Battle Tower. I want the Battle, Battle Frontier Tower. Battle Frontier would be great. Have have something of the distortion world in there they're outsourcing these so i'm hoping this means we'll have more stuff in them because game freak's not working on which that was a huge sense of relief for me because they have been doing such a piss poor job and honestly the last games that looked really good that came out were let's go and that was not made by game freak's main team like the fact that it doesn't have all the new stuff from sword and shield in there really makes me happy like all the um yeah. it looks like unless they bring back a wild zone which i don't know how they'll do it because it's in the cutesy style i mean they could but it it they said that it's a one-to-one remake so i really hope that they at least bring in over some stuff from platinum mm-hmm. at the very least i want something like the delta episode from omega ruby and alpha sapphire yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. that was cool like i would rather have the other stuff but having another story mode thing that was new that still referred to the other game was cool 
That would be good. That would be good. Right. But that wasn't the only Pokemon news that we got. We got announced a brand new series of game called Pokemon Legends. This looks really cool, but the footage they showed, I would have never shown anyone outside of the internal company because it was so oh my low quality. God, the ch- did you the chingling? So, you know the chingling, yeah. the the bell Pokemon. I kept on thinking that YouTube chugged, but no, that's the actual footage that Timber, they showed. They for showed because- a Pokemon move bass on screen. That was stuttering with its frame rate. Oh no! They showed this like in it wasn't like a split second. It was on screen for about three seconds, long enough for you to be like, "Yeah, that's weird." And the world looks yeah, really was wrong with it, kind of barren thing. and low quality. So what this game is? This is Pokemon Legends Arceus. This is an open world Pokemon game set in like feudal era Pokemon Japan. It's set in Sinnoh, like in the Diamond and Pearl region. You're given three starters that are not from. Um, that region so like it's kind of a a mix of that you get Rowlet um Cyndaquil which they fixed him they fixed my boy the game is flames yep. back you got Cyndaquil you got Rowlet and you got Oshawott none of them are from that region so it like I was so excited I was like this looks like it could be something really cool visually like all that stuff looks cool but they got into the open world and I wouldn't have shown that footage. I wouldn't have shown that footage. Yeah. The them throwing the ball, I think that's all you had needed to do to show like it's somewhat Breath of the Wild ish. But any other footage was really fucking rough. And I think it's like literally they were just like, Yeah, we just got out of pre beta. If that. Mm. Oh god, the tails. The 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 t- like trying to catch that thing, the way that its tail was like jittering around. Yeah. So, for me, I am I am excited for this because I really love the Sinnoh region. So I'm happy to to find out more about the Sinnoh region, and I'm pretty sure in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl they are going to hint a lot of stuff that is going to happen in Legends mm. because of. Just how it, it, I remember in the one of the books for Pearl, they did talk about how, how, how Pokemon and Mad were really close mm-hmm. back in the day. So I'm pretty sure they are going to talk more about Legend story a little bit more hintedly in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So I'm kind of excited for this that. This game's supposed to come out next year. I really hope it has a glow up before then because it's fucking ugly. Yep. The character models all look nice, but the world, I know it's supposed to be taking place in an older one, so there's only, like, the main town. There might be, like, little villages here and there later, but it's so barren and low-quality looking, I would have not have shown this footage. I would not have shown it. So, what what I think is going to be, this is going to be, it's going to be end of the year. End of the year 2020. I hope so. I really hope it's either end of 2020, uh, either end of 2022, or gets released on a a different Nintendo console. Like, if they release an upgrade to the Switch or something, because I I don't think think the Switch can handle it. I think this is going to be the game that they are going to announce the Pro for. Yeah. Because they need Mm -hmm. it at this point. I'm pretty sure Rise is going to chug on the Switch, and that's why it was announced that it was coming out for PC the following year. 
had so many people whining about like so. they're like oh, I wish they wouldn't port Rise. I wish it would just be a new Monster Hunter. I'm like, why? They're like, well, it's yeah, not the main team. Um, the main team like, uh, the like the, the the I'm happy this isn't five. I'm like, or this isn't six. I'm like, which one was five? Apparently, World was five. I'm like, what about what about yeah. Cross and Double Cross? Like that was a handheld game. I'm like they've all been handheld games for a while. The last console yeah. one before the World only, was the Try. The only game that wasn't handheld was one three and world like one one the original one eventually got ported um i think two one and two i think both got ported to psp and they were better versions of the game Wii version of try got ported to wii u and 3ds and they were on par with each other four for you cross and double cross were all (laughs) handheld double cross eventually came to switch but it's still basically handheld on that one World is the only one that was on console and PC. I'm like, why would you not want Rise on PC? Is it just because it's a Switch game you don't want it ported? Everyone wants Switch ports, but they don't want stuff ported from Switch. Like, I understand that um, Dragon Quest S was bad, but, like, they they might upgrade the graphics. They did for Monster Hunter World. Yeah. So, I told my friend that I'm the who is the hardcore monster hunter person but is a switch fanboy mm. i told him i am not going to play rise on the switch i'm going to wait till it comes on pc and he got so mad he goes where are you gonna do that we're gonna be so left behind oh, no, no. i'm like no because i don't think it will they're not gonna have it will transfer look good on the switch and you're going to be like oh but the switch is so much better even though they included a lot of things from world he was so enamored by it like i'll probably get it just not at launch just because of money but like yeah i mean i think i'll be fine it's just i'll need to see more footage of it because the demo wasn't enough for me to tell because that was still two um smaller bosses that you fought but that was pretty much but yeah the um that pokemon game it looks cool that's kind of what i'm hope like that's made being made by game freak proper and i'm happy they're going into a yeah. different direction completely i think that's really yeah. cool yeah. i just wish um so, they would have shown better footage at it and i just really hope they work on it because i want it to be good i i, I want pokemon yeah, games I to, be to be good i really oh, yeah. want this game to be good and it's i'm happy they're breaking the tradition because this is one thing I've been talking about a lot just in my channel with people in general. These games aren't made for us anymore. And we keep expecting yeah. them to be made for us when we were like eight. And we're mad that they haven't grown up yeah. with us. But the problem is the series don't need to grow up. We do. And that's where like all the remake people like the seven remake. It's like, look, you're not going to get your one to one thing because these games aren't being made for you. They're not being made for you anymore. They might be a little bit. But they're being made for new people. They can't just keep appealing to us millennials and expecting us to keep buying games because we're not going to. The series need to adapt to the newer generations, not us. And I think a lot of people just don't want to give so, like Pokemon, like the remake for that. I'm happy they're doing a, uh, you know, a faithful remake to it. But I'm happy the new core game coming out from a, uh, the um, from Game Freak is somewhere in a completely different, um, completely different direction. It's showing that they're at least yeah. they want to do something different. I'm happy for them. So, I, I just want to throw this out here before we kind of go into questions here. Do you think that they they are just going to go backwards 
and just do it region by region using this legends title. I wouldn't be I wouldn't have a problem with that. As long yeah. as they still have um I do too. the same core concepts of um collecting monsters, battling friends, trading and stuff like that, if they find a way to make it work. I don't have a problem with that as long as there's still that type of game existing because that's still a core thing of Pokemon. But if there's always going to be a game like that, even if they just go back and remake stuff or like let the other team handle a game like that and the main team makes this new style, as long as there's still a way to play the games how I've liked them that they've always kind of been like while like in a new function, that's fine. Because when they said Sinnoh of old, immediately I thought, okay, so if they're going to make this a franchise... That means we are going to go to Johto of old, Kanto mm-hmm. of old. Are we going to see how the dogs were originally made, or Ho Ho and things like that? That would be very. Interesting I think it'd be really cool mind. if they did. Um, if they go back and do Kanto because they could do Kanto and Johto together. Like if well, there's a be- better console at that point that could handle that and yeah. just make them together, um, because those two have yeah. always been linked. That's the only two regions I think yeah. need to be together. That would be cool. So. We'll see. With that, I guess, do you have anything that you want to add here, Timber? Uh, not really. Um, <laughs> it's Pokemon. I like the Pokemon. <laughs> the games haven't changed for a fucking decade, so it's whatever. I guess with that, let's go into questions then. Hold on. I changed someone's name in Discord, like, seven days ago and I just now noticed okay let me get to my questions we have questions from my discord hey. server uh, unfortunately for timber some of them are pokemon related uh, let's see oh boy our first one is what is your favorite pokemon game and why um, I, I like gen 2 I like heart and golden I like gold and silver gold specifically just because that's my favorite Eep. one from the aesthetic like visual musical everything point of view that's my favorite one Timber, uh, I I just went into this. Pearl, Pearl is probably my favorite game of all time. I really like Gen Two, and I really really like Gen Two. But Pearl is probably the game and the Sinnoh region overall where I spent most of my time. Gen Two Johto. Yeah, we're we're millennials, so Gen Two is really popular. I'm sorry. I love Gen Two. I love the game, and that was also the peak of actually watching the Pokemon anime as well. So I'm most familiar with that There's gen something... as a whole. Pokemon Johto. There's something different about the design of Johto Pokemon from the other ones. I know every region has its own thing, but there's something distinctly like... There's like just a certain look. I don't know how to explain it about the Johto Pokemon in that region and like the anime at the time and stuff. There's just something about that one. I think it's because the last one that was like distinctly 90s feeling and then like Gen 3 forward felt very 2000s era. I think it's because it was like that sweet spot yeah, of things. sharper edges, angstier. There was an effort to make it appeal to um, the sensibilities of kind of older tweens, Hmm. I suppose. Whereas the earlier ones were really just soft lines. This is for, this is for the, the kids. And also we don't really know what works yet. So we're still experimenting and trying to just make these believable creatures Hmm. instead of gen three, where it's like, well now now these are like sharp edged 
toy like it it's being marketed to be be a cool action figure a cool toy or a cool something else Mm. but the first two were really just designed to try and be as authentically monsters in this world as they could make them if that makes sense and i don't think that i don't think that they necessarily always fell into that edgy category past gen 3 but um it became much more of a mixed bag going forward there's that was from fatal by the way um second questions from yang of all the games shown are there any that have caught your eye um i said before i really like the five nights of friday's looking game that looks cool and is there anything else uh the potent the pokemon legends those look interesting Actually, I'm interested to see how those two games will pan out. I honestly slept on a lot of these big announcement things. Um, so in terms of is there one that I'm uh, super I mean, excited for? Like, we just discussed a bunch of them. Um, Skyward Sword HD I'm looking forward to because I have never played Skyward Sword and I want to be able to say I have finally. Um, it's 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 not like you, you know co-host a, a gaming <laughs> yes not at all not at all um you did point out the the time loop thing returnal. which rich returnal which does sound fun i'm just excited that we're entering an era of where it seems like time loop games are cool like there's also what was that death clock or death loop death loop, oh, death loop. Death <laughs> that game i mean that was shown like four different times and four different trailers. And I'm four tired different of seeing that games. game. I have no idea what the fuck this game is. I'm tired of seeing it because like they it, keep feels like it, time, like, it feels I'm like time. It feels like time loop Bioshock is what I'm getting Basically. from it. I, I mean, it's I don't need to see this game ever again until release. The game Please it's made stop. by Arcane, who is formed of people who used to work. If, like I think it was founded by people who worked on System Shock One and Two. Okay. So that's why yeah. the Bioshock influence is it's, in there, which was always like the teams that split off after System Shock were people that made Bioshock, the people that made Dead Space, the people who made Prey. Um, the no, um, yeah, the Prey that would be dis- the Dishonored people. Yeah, and I think there was one more company. There was like four teams that were like created from like the ashes of the System Shock team, and they all have like very similar, diff- very different takes on similar ideas. A lot of them are gone now. Well, um, Ken, was there any games you were looking and for? For 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 me, any game that caught my eye, new game. If it was brand new that was just announced, it would be Mario Golf because mm-hmm. I I really liked Mario Golf and the story mode. We we didn't even mention this. The story mode has an RPG mechanic, kind of like the GBA ones, the mobile the gba tennis games mm. which i did like so and it has a story so i'm pretty sure i'm going to enjoy the hell out of that um Seabass asks what's your opinion on pokemon diamond and pearl art direction and what's your opinion of game freak outsourcing for the remake i think i touched on it happy they're outsourcing it because they do a shit job at stuff now and i like the art direction because it looks like um looks like the old sprites but in Link's awakening fashion i actually yeah. really like that art style where they look like toys yeah, so, like, I think someone commented on this where they said, oh, I guess everyone liked uh, the new Zelda games, right? Because they just pulled the screenshots of what 
the Pokemon games ended up becoming. Mm. I'm happy they're going for that because I really hated the new Super Mario Brothers look, where which like that and Yoshi's New yeah. Island stuff so got that yeah. looked ugly. Samus Returns I think did yeah. a good because it looked like um, 2D Prime. It took like the like it, it yeah. took like an established visual style that we like for Metroid and just brought it to that. So I liked it. I like this toy yes. look. I like this toy look because it doesn't look too cheap while it has a lot of like cutesy character to it and i think it works for these games mm-hmm. and it's just for the overworld i mean everything else like the battle the battle has the traditional mm-hmm. looking 3d models so i mean that's fine me personally i'm more for it because i think it would match the style i mean if it, they were doing a let's go style of course i would want the 3d style of artwork mm-hmm. but because this is going to be something else I don't mind this, and I rather had the chibi style, kind of like how I remembered the game. It being. like I liked how Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire looked because it was still kind of chibi, and it worked. I think I think yeah. that one worked. Yeah, yeah. But I'm happy it doesn't look like um, Sword and Shield. Yeah, because I don't really don't want to think about the twenty different character designs for for May and Brad. Mm-hmm. Let's see, um, from Chi, Pokemon Arceus Le- Pokemon Legends Arceus might be a drastic change from the future of the mainline Pokemon games. Do you think Pokemon will benefit from seemingly open-world approach like Breath of the Wild or, in some regards, Super Mario Odyssey did? Um, yes. Oh, oh, I, th- I think it will, for sure. Yes, most definitely. Do you think they will finally pr- render Pokemon true to their supposed size? I hope. They were able to do that in the overworld for um, Sword and Shield, like Wailord was mostly the correct size um i just hope like they'll do that with all the pokemon because some were still weird there's some that you can't because joltik i don't think you can make that small without like while also being visible if they can make it yeah because people forget the really really small ones are still too big but if they can just make it more believable if you have this gigantic whale that is the biggest pokemon in the world make it the gigantic whale that's the biggest pokemon in the world and not literally my mom's dog um, will we ever accept that Pokemon isn't for us anymore and that we should move on already? No, no one people, no one will. I'm okay with it not being yep. for me anymore. I'll still complain about yep, Sword same. and Shield's quality because I think that wasn't good enough for even younger people to play. I feel like it was too broken yeah. and janky. But like, I've accepted like, that these games aren't for me anymore. And that's why I don't go on like Twitter for, and whine. For, for me, I accepted it as well. And I'm kind of just like, yeah, no, the this isn't for me anymore but there are some people that hold on to that nostalgia and people that really take advantage of it for example the whole pokemon card boom now Mm -hmm. and that's a whole different thing and i'm i have a friend who is a collector and i'm just like dude you didn't care about this you only care about it because people are encroaching onto your turfs their gatekeeping so i kind of get mad that that's really weird too because it's like this is gonna feel weird too and i know it's gonna make me seem a lot older stop ruining shit for kids you get like the pokemon yeah. people like i have i know i have a couple people that buy them and like go and sell them and like drive up the cost and shit it's like you're ruining this for kids like yeah. we as millennials I'm have not... been taught that everything that we have ever bought or owned is worth money and everything's a collector's item and we're literally yes. ruining things for kids because they can't even get this shit now. I know it's more of like you can get into the consumerism capitalism bullshit but like as kids we were able to get what we wanted but like we had to deal with beanie yeah. babies and shit like that and it sucks. So now we're doing it yeah. again? 
with Pokemon cards at fucking McDonald's? Yeah. The shit. Yeah. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah, the it's 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 getting really bad, and it you know it ends up hurting the overall process of the game because look, I know the people that are buying this aren't gonna fucking play the game. Mm-hmm. They aren't. They aren't. They are just doing it because they are giant man baby and women babies over over the cards and nostalgia and they can't let go and they just want to collect to collect. But this thing is they have a card game. They are there's a youth battle system. The the how they I don't know how they are going to do the TCG tournaments now if people are just buying them without even mm. fucking playing the game. Like games. I understand if you if you I, want that bit of nostalgia rush and you want to buy stuff for yourself that's one thing but if you're just like there are people selling full cases of the cards from McDonald's on eBay which they shouldn't have for one but like you I you ruin the whole celebration aspect or like enjoying things and the nostalgia if you're just going to like you're just Do doing it for like money. That. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's yeah. it's like anything where once it becomes a financial and it's goal, and it's sad because you know it's sad because other shops are going to take it, and then the real consumers are going to suffer mm-hmm. from it. For example, six months ago, Pokemon Evolutions, which is a re-updated reprinted version of the original Pokemon TCG card mm-hmm. game sets from Wizards was going for $60. Guess how much a box for that is going right probably now? Five, without looking probably like 500. Just say, say a number. Say a number. 500? How many packs? What do you think? Wait, how many packs are in it? 20. Uh, probably 800 then. Uh, 1,500. I'm just basing this on the more recent ones being about 300. So, Timber, you are a little over. It was going for over a grand for a box. Like, it's... I I even hate, like, I keep going back to it. I hate being the think of the children. It's just like, you can't... These franchisers are going to die with us because we can't let go. Like, I understand. I'm a person who streams only retro games. I have my everything next to me is stuff theoretically from my childhood only one of them actually is my GameCube the rest of things I got later but like I I get it I like to enjoy these things but like I'm that's also a hobby that like kids aren't getting into these like yeah but because there's like other ways to get them like no kid's gonna go after really a cartridge of like Super Mario World they're gonna get it on you know Switch you know um, the the the, uh, mini consoles and stuff but like I'm not going out and buying up all the Super Nintendos I'm finding and trying to flip them and sell them for profit. Like I, I just you're ruining fandoms and ruin like you like <laughs> let go of your nostalgia, let go of your childhood. I know it's hard right now for anyone to do that, and it's hard to grow up and do, like drop that stuff. But like, yeah. it's gotten Dro- ridiculous. Drop that stuff. Drop your Ethereum mining, so I could finally get the graphics card I wanted for half a year. Like it's just like no, but that's that's. I know that's it's a different. Different. I know it's. I know it's no, different. It, it, I know. That does like that does like but, go into the like hoarding thing, like hoarding collectibles or hoarding new parts, stuff like that. Like it just goes to like I'm gonna get it and make sure that like the scalpers with the PS5s, they're just making it suck for everyone else. Did you see that one story yeah, that like whole... PS5 scalpers are upset with their image? 
their public image. It's like, why do you think people yeah. would like you? You're not Robin Hood. You're just robbing us. They're like, oh, but think of the children because we are helping so that we can put food on our our tables for our kids. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You no. didn't get you into it for that. You guys are making yourself being the, the yeah. You, you guys, I think, are you are becoming the good guys from this? No, no. <laughs> There's no such thing, man. If I was able to get another one, I would just sell it to one of you guys or give it to mm. one of you guys. Like, I'd be the type that might be like, Give me the same amount, maybe like you know, same amount of tax, maybe a little bit more for my effort. But I'd be like, I got a PS Five, yeah. you can give me a thousand for it. Fuck that. Just be like, I'll either yeah. buy it yeah. for myself, like buy it myself, oh. or get it and hold it for you, type of thing. I, I forgot. I forgot to mention one of my favorite things when I was looking at. Um, it, it, there wasn't anything for PS Five locally, but I was looking at Facebook Marketplace to just see what kind of graphics cards I could get. And there was somebody who had made a posting of like an RTX 3070 or something. I was like, oh, cool. They actually have a posting and they had it listed for like the actual market rate at like, um, I don't know, $400 or $500. I was like, okay, cool. This this looks great. I go into it. And once I actually clicked on the posting in it, it says, um, not actually selling for five hundred dollars, I will take no less than twelve hundred or some bullshit. I'm like, yeah, they just what in the world? They shouldn't be allowed to. You're yeah. supposed to report those people for being jackasses. Yep. Uh, it's been a it's been a terrible year to be a collector of stuff. Like, cause I collect older games. Cause you know, I, I get my one copy for me. Like, this is how much I don't want to hoard. I had two copies of Donkey Kong Country. I just gave one to someone who was like, this is my favorite game as a kid. I wish I had a copy. I'm like, just take this. I have two. I don't even want any money for it. If it will make you happy, just, you know, here, have it. It was one of my girlfriend's friends. She was even going to, like, willing to pay me. I'm like, just take the damn thing. I don't need two. Gave her the one with the worst label, but I mean, like, you you can <laughs> you can enjoy things and enjoy your, enjoy your nostalgia without going overboard. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have one more question before I soapbox too much more. Um, this is coming from Dan. This is Vezirik. This is the guy named Dan I used to know from Japan. Are Pokemon heights, weights, etc. accurate, or are they a result of hiring a bunch of kid interns for research and having them go, oh shit, that thing looks like it weighs 900 kilograms? I'm going to go with that one. Yes. <laughs> I think it's that one. <laughs> I think it's much more funnier. And I think it's more accurate that they say, "Oh, that thing looks super heavy. Let's let's put them at 900 kilograms." I think <laughs> some of the weights might be correct. I think some things like mag cargos are, yeah, mag cargos, um, body temperature being so high, it would melt everything around it and set forest fires and melt any human yeah. that got near it. Yeah. I think a lot of that is kids. And what would be supposed like the folklore of the region, like, oh, the Drifloons show yeah. by and take kids off into the afterlife type of thing. I think it's a mixture of that because like you're not supposed yeah. to take it seriously. Like it, yeah. some people are like, oh, my God, like, how is this thing? Uh, act- it's fucking Pokemon. Who cares? Don't don't forget, Kadabra was originally a person that became that became psychic powered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like, there's a lot of weird things. Like, they might have, like, some of those might hold water, some of them might not. I think they're just supposed to be yep. fun, weird flavor test text that most people ignore. Yep. And don't forget, a whale lord can bang a skinny. Yeah, they're in the same, like, a group. Yeah, that is all of our questions. Yeah, it's pretty pretty much the it on that. Oh, let me see, was there anything good in memes <laughs> real quick? 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys have anything you guys want to announce yet, Timber? How is uh? How's the how's the, how's the video going? coming along? It's a little over halfway, so it might be a little premature right now. But probably by the next All podcast, right. I can. May. <laughs> Not May. No, I'm thinking probably mid March. There, there might be a release, but I don't want to say any more T- details about TBD it than that right spring now. Spring 2021. Might be, might, <laughs> might be Valve Spring, which is September. Sorry, Valve Summer is yeah. September. Valve Spring is We'll see July. if I can put it in the Timber Direct this year. Um, I'm hoping to. Ha- what about you? I'm hoping to have uh, Retrosaurus out soon. I was always trying to keep the two a month, but then I got to a point where I'm like, I, 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 writing's hard, and my editor has oh, yeah. been a bit more busy, and I don't like to push them to stuff. And like, I yeah. just also haven't like none of my ideas have really come to me. Like the last one I I did was a full fledged rant on Donkey Kong Country Three, and that was more fun. I think I want to do one about basically letting go of nostalgia because i'm coming up on a year of having announced like started the series and i did that with like a remake and what is retro so i kind of want to revisit those two topics so i think those will be the next two because i want a freeform rant on those because <laughs> that was fun um yeah i'll probably hopefully have something out more snack reviews stuff like that i have to do one here soon um i've honestly just been waiting to do some videos to get my cords i ordered some stuff i'm like been on this non-stop for a while but i ordered these back in january to get better captures for all my footage and i just finally got my super nintendo cords and then the other three cords that i mainly ordered first are shipping today so i'm kind of just like waiting for all that so i can have higher quality videos because i haven't been happy with the quality of the captures so i'm hoping this will help out um so hope so i'm hoping by the end of the month like another video or two for retrosaurus i'm trying to expand that brand as well Someone keep people keep complaining that I don't like stuff, so I'm gonna have to do another kill likes things. I think I like doing that video. That was fun. <laughs> but yeah, how about you, Ken? Anything? Uh, I have nothing. It's just my usual giggles and gaggles. Do you have any update on the um, Ghost of Tsushima episode? No, I haven't. Heard, <laughs> I haven't heard anything about from my other person, so I have to kind of nag him. No worries, because he was about halfway through Act Two, but I think. Also because he teaches and mm. help gets in the way. How's the uh, Outer Wilds episode coming? That, how are you I doing? Mean, like I said, it we're going to have a lovely little audio box of just insert audio here between me, me and you, Lou, and then you'll just go in the beginning. Like I said, just give me a three-hour podcast. I will chop it down. <laughs> I will hate you for it, but I will chop it down. <laughs> All right. Well, that's about it then. Yeah, where can we find you? Let's start with you, Timber. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, where I stream retro games and other things uh, on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. You can also find me on youtube.com slash TimberTaft, where I post videos of various things, uh, such as reviews, top tens, that sort of thing. Uh, it's been on hiatus for a while, but I do have a video in the works that's probably coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be revolving around Majora's Mask. And then you can find me at twitter.com slash TimberTaft if you want to see my schedule, my Discord, or just my random musings. And where can we find you, Lou? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Hunter every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. I usually play a bunch of garbage that came out on older systems. A lot of... Uh, 
Horror games, weird games, just plain old garbage. Currently, I'm playing Shadow of the Colossus. Not complete garbage, kind of janky. I like it. A lot of janky games that I play. But you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, um, MySpace, even all those things at Cody Hunter. Patreon helps pay for the hosting of this here website or this not website, this here podcast, in addition to my other projects as well. So if you'd like to support this, um, check that out. It's patreon.com slash Cody Hunter. Uh, yeah. How about you, Ken? And you can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakudu. You can find it on all social medias on Twitter and Instagram at Ongakudu. You can find the websites where I do my reporting about the Japanese music industry at Ongakudu.com. You can also follow me personally at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboko Herobo, and more Bang Dream. But yeah. I want to say thank you so much for listening to this lovely episode of Potasaurus. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. Mahalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>